some dude, you know, fucking snake oil salesman passing through. He's like, you ever yeah. been to the future? And obviously, I know the answer to that one is no. <laughs> and he's like, well, you ever been to the past? And I was like, yeah, I've been to the past, man, in my mind, you know. Yeah. And he's like, we ever been to the future and the past? And I was like, nuh-uh. And he's like, let me, let's go out to this place and let's get you some shrooms. So we went out there, literally picked half a garbage bag of mushrooms, right? Whoa. And this dog came, at one point this dog gets into this field. I mean, we're on probably about 30 acres, so it's wide open. This dog, and he's just roaring across this field. And we're out in the middle of the field. He comes coming at you? Yeah. Oh, and I mean, so I'm running, bro, as fast as I can. Finally, right when I get to the gate, he catches me. Okay. The Arnold Classic is a. Oh, this is super echoey. The Arnold Classic is a. Um, I don't know what it is. It's in Columbus once a year, Columbus, Ohio, and it's all these like. I guess it's built around Arnold Schwarzenegger's bodybuilding career. That's what it's named after. So they have this thing called the Arnold Classic every year. The first time I went to Columbus for the UFC, I went with Joe Rogan. And by the way, that UFC was amazing. I remember her interviewing the first, the very first fight, interviewed the, the winner. And uh, and he was like, can you, what, what is that? What's going on? What is this? What's happening right now? All right, that was weird. Anyway, he was like, can you believe how packed it is? It was mobbed. It was the first time UFC had been in Columbus. And that was the fight we saw Randy Couture beat Tim Sylvia for the heavyweight title. Moved up from light heavyweight to heavyweight. Way past his prime. Everybody thought, no chance. And he beat him in the first round. Then everyone was like, oh my God. Randy could do it. He won one round. And then he won the second round. And we were all like, well, dude, if he wins one more round... He'll win by decision. And then he won the third round. And this guy's fucking 40. He's 40, beating beating 3 nothing, beating the heavyweight champion of the world. Two rounds left. Now everyone started going crazy because all we realize is if he just survives two more rounds, he wins. Randy Couture, Captain America, comes out of fucking nowhere as an old man, a George Foreman type. And he won round four and five. The place was shaking. It was, it was the most hyper fight I've ever seen in America. The biggest one of all time was, um, was in Brazil. And all the Brazilians chanted, you're going to die when the Americans would come in. Um, okay, so anyway. So I'm here. And they did, they did it at the same time as the Arnold Classic back then. And then, um, and then um, that's it. They kind of stopped doing it at the same time. I think they did it the next year, then that was it. But I'm here right now in Columbus for the Arnold Classic. No, I'm for playing. I was playing the Funny Bone. Um, but it was yesterday. So today everyone's at the airports and it is a parade of steroids. Women with like normal shaped legs and massive bodies. They look like, like cartoons by that guy who did the lean back. R. R- Crumb. They look like R. Crumb. Um. What's it called? It's cartoons. Anyway, um, so welcome to Ari Schwer's Skeptic Tank. Uh, I'm the host. My name is Ari. 
Shafir. Um, that's my, that's my show. And um, you know, we usually choose a different topic to cover every week. And this week, decided to cover hiking. My friend Theo Vaughn has a new special out on Netflix right now called uh oh fucking what's it called? Don't be offended. Excuse this. Motherfucker, I should know this. Um, but um, he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. And I've gotten really into hiking lately. And we, we just talked about, talk about hiking because he's into it. Um, so we took a hike. We went to this like sort of not well-known hike in L.A., uh, and I don't really want to say what it is. If I did on here, fucking my fault. But no one goes there. It's not like Runyon. No one goes to this one. So um, we went up there and um, they have on Netflix. And we walked around. We talked about hiking. We talked about him climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. Can you believe that? No offense. That's his Netflix special. No offense. Uh, Theo's going to be at uh, San Diego at the uh, American Comedy Company at the end of march the 24th through 26th i think and then he's going to be in um rooster sea feathers in norcal um i don't know when that is in april in april at some point um i am going to be in san diego this weekend friday saturday the 11th and 12th or 10th and 11th whatever that is um and uh irvine march 24th danish and o'neill are coming to open for me um, and then Tempe, Arizona, the last weekend of April, of March, and the first day of April. It's like March 29th through 31st. It the Tempe Improv. Check my website, arithegreat.com, for tickets. Uh, and then we have like two more belly room shows, three more belly room shows. So check my website, arithegreat.com. It's um, not not this Tuesday, not tomorrow. The week after that is family. What what is this? What is happening? Um, oh, Roydhead, Roydhead, right there, right there. God, that guy's big. He's so fucking big. What is this? Can you guys hear how noisy this is? Um, anyway, come on. Should I pause it? All right, it ended. Um, and by the way, my storyteller show, this week it's on at one o'clock. They had to preempt it for a, uh, an airing of Nikki Glazer's something to do with her new show why wouldn't they put it after my show anyway so at between at midnight and my show now they're putting a nikki glazer special event why wouldn't they put it out to my show whatever um yeah just put it on at one anyway my show's on at one this week kate willett one of the best stories of the year nick swartzen and kyle Kinane, all on the topic is romance so set your dvrs for 1 a.m tuesday night slash wednesday morning I guess midnight if you're central time. Such a DVR for just to tape this is not happening. Um, at any point. They say the ratings only count if you watch it within three days. But you know what doesn't count? Actual watchers. So if you guys want to watch it ten days later, don't fucking not do that. Um, good stories coming up. Good stories. And I'm looking for females for next year. Females, black people. It's hard to find them. Um, all right. Should we start? Did you guys watch my story last week? About the dog, about Benji's dog? What'd you think? Was it good? And by the way, if you guys like these stories, 
Make sure to tweet the people who, who are doing them. Here's how we're going to do it. And, by, and if you're in Canada, use BetterNet. BetterNet for Canada, Australia. It lets you watch on your phone or computer all the YouTube stuff that's geo-blocked. So Canada, Australia is BetterNet. It's on Twitter, better not, I don't know, whatever. BetterNet. One word. Um, yeah, anyway, tweet at them. So let's do it. Let's do it. I've been hiking a lot lately. I mean, ever since I started going to Joshua Tree with the guys doing mushrooms. Come on. Yeah, we, oh, we don't know. We don't know by now. Not till the baggage unattended. I went up to a TSA lady and I was like, hey, I'm on crutches and it's fucking painful for me to stand up on this thing. Do, do you mind if I just go to the front? And she goes, well, you got to ask every single person in line. I'm like, well, I mean, that's not a realistic suggestion, right? And she goes, what does that mean? I'm like, look, I'm on these crutches. I've been taking a wheelchair through there. I've been trying not to take a wheelchair, but it's still too painful for me to be on crutches. Subtext, by the way, was you guys have never stopped a terrorist at all. So how about just don't put me in more pain since my leg is broken? That was a subtext. She goes, no. She goes, if you want to go back there and get a wheelchair and come back. I'm like, you want me to fucking crutch 10 minutes so we get a wheelchair so I can come back? There's nothing I can do, which is not true. Just something you could easily do. Just go, oh, this guy's hurt. Let's just get him to the front. Fucking garbage. Remember when that guy came and shot up a bunch of TSA agents at uh, LAX? Well, we're all still waiting for copycat crimes. So if you're out there thinking about it, now's your chance. No one will be against you. Um, just don't kill yourself at the end. Whatever happened to that guy? I wonder what happened to that guy. Anyway, guys, let's start the episode. I love going on hikes. I love going on hikes. This is a perfect way to do this one about hiking. Theo Vaughn, very, very funny comic. You guys, honestly, you should watch a special. He's like a legitimately funny comic. Um, no offense on Netflix right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Ari Shavir's Kevin Tank, episode 256. 256. Take a hike with Theo Vaughn. And by the way, this is my walk-up music sometimes for on stage. This is that first beat. Listen to this first beat. Right? That's a great way to get it started. That's a great way to get started. When you're on stage, it's great. And it goes with this episode because of the lyrics. Alright, let's start. By the way, if you guys want to know about the music on this show, uh, go to my website, arithegreat.com. You can find also t-shirts, um, posters. The um, the End of the Road Tour is continuing. Crackers went great in Indianapolis. Columbus went good. I still need some work on this special. I'm starting to realize a lot of these bits are really tied together. It's good enough to go on the road with. It's killing in some places. Like Thursday and Sunday made me realize I got work to do. And then two shows Friday, two shows Saturday made me realize, oh, I'm pretty fucking good. So it's, it's always a struggle. All right, let's start. Ladies and gentlemen, Ari Shapiro's Captain Tank, episode 256. Take a hike with Theo Vaughn. 
begins. I know where I is. It's that lake. Actually, I know where the I know where I is. I hope I did not just say that. Okay, I'm looking for Theo Vaughn. There's a parking lot around here somewhere. At this, but there it is. Come on, let's see Theo there. Little kid, little kid. Another little kid. Okay, this should be fun. Dude, I love the outside. I love going camping. I wonder if my parents actually got me to go camping when I was younger. And I, like, revolted against it? Or did I fucking embrace it? All we had when I was little was those botanical gardens. Okay, no Theo. So I'm here. I'll wait for him. Um, yeah, we have these botanical gardens, and we could like take bike paths and stuff through that. Is is all wilderness going away? Like, are they getting rid of all that for everybody? You know what I mean? Like, I I, I remember those botanical gardens was Brookside Brookside Gardens in Maryland, and then. Um, Ooh, I should bring a joint on this trip. Um, and we could take bike pads and stuff there behind Robert E. Lee High School and to get there. But now when I go back, all those trees are cut down. You know, it's just Brookside Gardens. I don't know if there's the paths are even there anymore. People, man, we're the scourge of the earth. Now, I don't know what scourge means. Hey, Slick. This from Theo. Traffic here on the 101, but I'm in hot pursuit. It looks like it will be 10 minutes late. Okay, fine. So Theo's coming. Question. Am I going to take my shirt off? Everybody knows the answer to that. Um, I love hiking, you guys. I got into it. I got way into it in the last few years. Well, I guess this is all stuff I'll do in the intro, right? So I'll just pause this, and then we'll... Theo Vaughn's calling. Hello. Hey, what's happening, Theo? What? Yeah, okay. Yeah, just meet me here, whatever. Yeah, all right. Bye. Well, Theo is going to be 20 minutes from now, not 10 minutes. Google Maps fucked him. It goes back to my theory. Ever since Steve Jobs died, nothing's right. Now, I'm going to look. I'm going to make sure he used Google Maps and not just that fucking shitty Maps app. Oh, no, that's what I mean by Steve Jobs died. The iPhone Maps app is so shitty. How did Google Maps take him from Westwood all the way up to Ventura? And then back down. That's got to be that iPhone map and not Google Map. No way, man. No fucking way. He's in Westwood. He's fucking 20 minutes away. Whatever. 
Um, or maybe I'll just get out and smoke a joint myself. Well, until he gets here, fuck it. I'll just sit in my car and we'll do some of this. When I first started getting into hikes, I guess was, uh, hmm, I don't know. I mean, I just sort of casually got into it. I mean, mushrooms helped for sure. Going with those guys to like Malibu Creek State Park, all the comedy store door guys, and Joshua Tree. I mean, you could just hike for like hours. You could just walk out for hours. And maybe I took that shit for granted when I was little. I mean, I guess I almost definitely did. But maybe it's being in such a big city. I think that's what it is, too. Like, when I'm in New York, and they have those little parks, those little tiny, like, I mean, honestly, it's like, you know, 20 feet by 60 feet. Um, you just duck in there and maybe eat lunch or something. And they're wonderful. They're great. But it's not real in, like, nature. I mean, you can still see the building. Ow! ow fuck! Never ash into your hand. Fuck! Is this on fire? Am I going to light this car on fire? Oh, there's smoke coming from the bottom. God damn it. There's just smoke coming from the car. Go out! The whole cherry fell off. Go out. It's in between the seats. Ugh, how do I move this seat back? More. Come on. Oh, this is trouble. I should probably stop this podcast. Oh, maybe it's out. It might be out. Mm, yeah, let's assume it's out. But those parks in New York, when you see them, it's like you really need them because there's so much non-wilderness. There's so many people and city coming at you that it's like you just need to breathe. So as I've lived in these cities longer, I think I value more the chance to get away from the city. You know, even if in short spurts. Like Joe List loves Central Park. It really is. Like just kind of nature. You get to walk on grass a little bit. I know it's not much, but it's like when you're connected to so much not that, it's just fucking great. So these places in... uh in California, I mean, they got tons of hikes in Santa Monica and uh, up, uh, you know, on the in the hill in between in between L.A. and uh, and the valley. Uh, Runyon Canyon is like the basic one. Runyon Canyon is L.A.'s Central Park, but then they have tons of other ones by Griffith Park. Um, and there's just trails. There's trails and or big outside paths. Is that the? Oh, it is not. Um. And they're amazing. And I started going on them with like Matt Edgar and stuff. We'd find places with views of the whole city of LA. I mean, you can see from Runyon, Runyon Canyon, you can see all the way to the ocean. And that's like, I mean, to drive there would take, at 2 p.m. on a weekday, it would take an hour. And you can see it. You can see deep into the ocean. It's great on a clear day. On every other day, you can't see anything. You're just like, oh, just city goes on forever. There's a lot of smog in LA. There's a lot. The best is when you stand on the comedy store roof and you just see there's a ring around it. There's a fucking ring around downtown that you can see. Whew. Um. Yeah, anyway, so I've always liked hiking. And I figure, why not do a podcast about it? I didn't really think that, actually, until I, I, I was, I was going to talk to Theo about, well, he has a Netflix special coming out. Uh, I guess it just came out. It just came out. On Friday. So everybody check it out. Uh, Theo's a legitimately funny comic. 
he came from that when he started in in, in LA and stand up he, he had been in the real world so everyone assumed he was just a real world guy he's also a good looking guy so he assumed uh, incorrectly that he was going to be one of those people that come from acting that come from Hollywood and say I want to do comedy now and okay you guys haven't heard of them because they fail out but there's tons of them there's tons of them that just come they're just kind of like let me try this and it's like the, I mean Cato Kalin did stand up for a little while Cato fucking Kalin he might still be doing it to be honest on occasion Ron Jeremy would get up there, and it's like, I get it, guys. I mean, those aren't the best examples of Hollywood stuff, but all those reality show people, they come around. So I assumed Theo would be that, too. But he's, like, really funny. I remember six, seven years ago, there was just, like, going around when people were like, Nick Yusuf and I were talking, like, have you seen Theo Vaughn lately on stage? And I was like, no. And it's like, he's good. Uh, and he just kept getting good. So, anyways, Netflix special is out. He's a solid comic. You're not going to go wrong. Plus, you don't have to buy it. So I'm telling you how to spend your hour uh, of your life. And you're going to enjoy it. I haven't seen it yet. Because um, when I'm recording this, it is not out yet. But it will be out two days ago when this is out. So um, check it out. I, I'm, without seeing it, I'm telling you it's going to be good. <sighs> um, so anyway. Oh, so Theo is like, hey, give me some suggestions. I'll get you on, but I can't just have you on. I have to explain to people what this podcast is sometimes. So, like, can I do the podcast? I'm like, yeah, what's the topic? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, you have never heard it. But I told Theo, I'm like, get some, get some subjects, which is okay. Most people haven't heard anybody's podcast. But I was like, get some subjects. And he's from, you know, the South. I was like, maybe that. He's seen a lot of fights. Maybe that. Just fights he's observed. Oh, we saw a good one in, in Denver. Me, Renazisi, and Simone right outside the fucking game. I got to get them on to talk about that. But, um, but um, congratulations, Denver Broncos, by the way. Who picked that? No, I'm really, I'm wondering who. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's me. Um, so he's like, what about hiking? And I was like, fuck yeah, man. I'm totally into that. Why not? Let's do a podcast about it. So me and Matt Egger take these hikes. There's one up by my old place on Sunset where you can walk up the streets and you take you to this outlook and you just go up there and smoke pot. Somebody brought a fucking bench up there. A bus bench, and that stayed up there for about a year. It was wonderful. You see fun stuff. You see half-eaten dogs. Oh, my God, you see a dog chewed up, which is a little bit of his face left, like a little bit of it. Kind of like the amount in uh, Netflix's uh, to, catch a, to Catch a Murderer or Making a Murderer. Um, you know, the top part of that, that graphic, it's like that much was face, and the rest was all just bone with a collar around him. It was like, oh, this was somebody's pet, and the coyotes got to him. Man, I bet they're still putting up posters for their dog, or they were at the time. Lost dog, lost dog. Oh, no, it's rotted. It ain't like somebody had it. You can't lose a dog up here. You can lose a dog in New York City, you got a chance. You cannot lose a dog anywhere around Griffith Park, Los Feliz. Nothing like that. Oh, maybe that's Theo. Pull in, pull in. I should get out of my car. That's what I'll do. That way he knows it's me. And by the way, if you ever do go hiking, never fucking litter. It's the worst. Is that him? Maybe it is. All right.
Nope, not him. Some fat white guy. Man, it's nice out here. The sun is shining. God damn. Why was I doing my car? How am I going to do this? Put it in my pocket? Let's see if that'll work. Right, I'm going to pause this so you guys can get some sun. Fuck, I love it outdoors. It's the best. Oh, he's here. <laughs> Are you really skidding out? Oh, nice. <laughs> What's up, Theo? Nice skid. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Let me ask you a question. Did you use Google Maps or the iPhone Maps? I have a theory that iPhone Maps sucked. Yeah, that's what it is. The iPhone Maps. Since Steve Jobs died. Tolerates garbage. Well, I, and then I put it into Google Maps, and then that's where I was like, well, this is a whole different place now. Oh, yeah. So I'm really sorry. Man. How are you? Don't worry about it. Value your time. I just, I just feel it's your bad. time. I got, I got free until two. Um, okay, how can I help out here? Okay, here, take a microphone. This is going to be fucking. The long one. Yeah, the long one. I know, this is going to be ridiculous. It's great, though. Have you ever done these like no, on location? I fucking like love this. Oh, as soon as you, when you see your text, yeah. uh, we have we just can't go further than eight feet from each other. <laughs> yeah. I've thought about it twenty times. <laughs> I think it it's might be twelve. All right, here we go. I got two waters. Oh wow, man. Yeah, I'm gonna bring this knapsack. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna carry that. No, I got this. How are you doing this? Here. Have you ever been here before? No, I've never been here before, man. Oh, we're recording. By the way, Theo Vaughn, how are you? What day does Netflix special come out? I'm doing good. Special comes out on Netflix February 26th. All right, this will be 28th. Oh, nice, man. We should do it afterwards, right? Yeah. So it'll already be there. Yeah. I feel like there's no point of promoting a Netflix special beforehand. Before. Yeah. You can't pre order, you can't do shit. That's true. It's a good point, actually. Yeah. All right, I've been here like three times with Matt Edgar. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's nice, like different man. fucking paths. There's that way, that way. I've never really been, but they all just take you up and around and whatever. And there's up there, too. I'm up for whatever. What's Matt? Like, I don't know him that good. Matt Edgar? Yeah. He's into this shit, too. Is he? Yeah. Let me make sure this is recording, but yeah, we're good. It is. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Uh, you don't really know Matt Edgar? No, I mean, I talk, he's always super friendly. I just don't know him very well. I need to make more of an effort. Oh, yeah. It's hard. There's a lot of people at the comedy store. Yeah, there's a lot of people. You know, I just caught myself. Huh. There was a, there's a new cover booth girl, the blonde one. Oh, yeah. Seen her? Yeah. And so I, like, check in a few times, like, hey, I'm here. And then I, like, put my coat back there. Uh-huh. And then I was like, man, I haven't even introduced myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've seen her, like, four times. I've been a complete dick. I know, bro. It is a little weird over there. It's like you just... Yeah, there's some people. The weirdest thing is, are there people at the comedy store where you shake their hand every time but you have no clue who they are? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. For sure. There's guys that I'm like, you could, you could, if people could ask me, I'm like, easily an agent or a comedian. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Especially those ethnic ones. Like, if you're, like, Indian, you oh. already dress well. Yeah. You know? So that's that's like true. Halfway, you're halfway, halfway to an agent. agent. Yeah. Basically, being an agent is really just, like, dressing well and then not behaving well. Dude, my agent was at Bonnaroo. Uh-huh. And um, he put on a T-shirt for about 30 minutes, and he was like, nah, I can't do this. And he went right back to, like, button down. He's like, I'll just roll the sleeves. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah they get into that. Um, 
But yeah, man, the store, like, you know Dirty Glenn that's up there? Which one's Dirty Glenn? No. The dude with the, uh, he always got on, like, that same vest, kind of. It's Dirty like a Glenn. sports vest. No. Is he one of the homelessy ones? <laughs> no, 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 no. And there's that one kid that everybody Wait, says. Is, is an agent named Dirty Glenn? No, 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 no. It's just a guy. Oh. I think he's a comedian. Fuck, I don't know. He could just be homeless. Um, <laughs> there's that too there. Yeah. Like, you might just be a well-dressed homeless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you just find this shirt today? You have a chance. Dude, I saw a homeless guy wearing all Syracuse head to toe. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I'm like, I think he became homeless right after a game. I think that's when it snapped. <laughs> So what were you saying? Dirty Glenn, what? Yeah, they got Dirty Glenn. I don't know. I was just trying to think of people if you knew. They got that one kid that everybody says lives behind the Andaz, lives behind that hotel. Oh, yeah. Mini Dean? Uh, no. No. I don't, I don't know if I know him. I, this kid's name, I think, is Alan. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people. I don't know. Little, I think it might be Little Alan. Like, there's just so many people up there that are just <laughs> fucking misfits. It's a weird place. Yeah, it's like nobody gets chased away. I was telling yeah. somebody about these two hookers recently. I uh-huh. hung out there for a while. Uh-huh. And uh, it was a girl, and she looked at me all like angry. Like I'm like, oh, no, no. I'm no judgment. I'm just saying these two hookers hung out for like right. eight months at the comedy store. Right. They came over time. We totally accepted them. I and think I'm at a party with them one night. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> Do you get scared in these things? Uh, No, I don't think he... I mean, I'm more scared that one of us would kill each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, I brought my gun. Well, the thing is, is sometimes you don't know if you're a killer until you kill someone. That's what I believe. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think you might be right. Yeah, it's not like I'm just, like, I drove here thinking, like, oh, I'm a killer, you know? Yeah. And then I'm just going to, ha- I think you... But, like, all those horror movies, they think, oh, it's just a fun trip to the Yeah. Place. Yeah. And then it, something happens. And even as the killer, I don't think you always know. Like your first kill, you don't know until it happens, you know? Then you're like a killer. Then you're like, oh, I loved it? Yeah, and then you get into it. But like right now, like neither one of us has killed anyone. But like yeah, right. you, it has to, if you're going to be a killer, it's got to start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. Probably you don't start planning it ahead of time. It probably, like you say, just like happens. And you're like, oh. Then you're in. Yeah. Kind of like a lot of people doing stand-up comedy or acting. Where they're yeah. just like, well, I was with my friend. They said you want to audition too. Why is that everybody's story? <laughs> That's Kevin Christie's. Is it? Yeah, he was just he was just an illustrator. Man, he's so funny. He's like, okay, and he booked it. His Twitter is so funny. Yeah, all he does is write jokes. That's crazy. Um, Wish I could do that. Yeah. Do you I feel think, like you're a joke writer or a storyteller? Man, I'm t- I'm like a terrible writer. So all I have to do <laughs> is get up on stage fucking fifty times a week, right? And then maybe I can overcome that. That's funny. That's the same way that I feel. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, when I see people write jokes, like Jesnick or Dan Mintz or BJ Novak or whatever, you know, anywhere with jokes, I'm just like, how do you do that? Right. Would you sit at home? I know. That sounds like the worst. Is huh? a better way to say something? Yeah, you're just like a word scientist. Yeah. Hinchcliffe? Oh, yeah. You get along with him? Doug, I think I get along with Tony. Tony's so hard to read. You know, I don't think... I don't think it matters what you think. I think it's just in Tony's. It's yeah. just like what he, the world that he lives in. Yeah, I um, got along with him. I just started for a second. I was like, oh, I could see him having some bitter feud with you that I don't even know about. He's uh, the first, the most I ever hung out with him was just now in New York last week. Oh, you guys were there together? Yeah, and I'd never even realized. I mean, I, you know, we see, but it was like you said, you just see him on this at the store. Yeah. 
and you just don't know, you know. Uh, but I mean, you just passing and you say, "Hey," and that's it. Yeah, I did kill Tony once. That was cool. Um, but uh, I mean, he's so cut. I mean, if I, I'm amazed how his brain goes to such cutting fucking remarks so quickly. Oh yeah, he goes for a brutal. But oh. He likes joke jokes. Well, no, I mean, it's, and he's great at he's great at those remarks. I mean, I was just around him and. So, I can't remember exactly what happened. Some weird, like, fan guy came up on the street yeah. and said something. And he, but he, he <laughs> oh, the guy took a picture and Tony's like, oh, that'll get 11 likes. And uh, it was just so fucking cutting. Because you want to be like, what are you, that guy from the Muppets? It's like, those, you know, those two guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, sometimes it's like both those guys live in Tony. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, like, Tony's their landlord. <laughs> That'll get 11 likes. Um, but he said it to that dude, and it was just like, you could tell, like, the dude might have been excited about posting it. Uh-huh, but it he, wasn't. <laughs> but it probably, all, like, it probably was true. The guy only had so many friends on Instagram, and it was only going to get a few likes. I'll post this. Yeah, that will get 11 likes. Yeah, and it was just like, <laughs> and Tony just took it all the way there, like right out of the gate. I was like, wow. You can see this guy's soul drip out a little. Um, but to be able to, I mean, that's just so like, he's just so yeah, like. he'll do that thing where he'll like rearrange your last name, you know, to make to make some other meaning. Like instead of like, I don't know, Theo Vaughn, it'll be like, I have no idea. I'm not that kind of guy. Right, but you know, yeah, his. I mean, his mind feel is feel long, and then if something you did something or long with it, <laughs> you know, and his mind is right there. It's like right on the pulse of whatever that is. I can you see know? him thinking sometimes too, where he like his mind goes like his eyes go like a little bit left. He's like, yeah, that's like, and I'm just like, oh, a joke's coming. Joke's yeah. about to come. Yeah, and you see his grin starts before the joke uh-huh. does. <laughs> He's like, I'm about to do something. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So where'd you grow up? I grew up down in Louisiana, man. So did you go out in the wilderness sometimes? They have it there? Yeah, well, we just had the woods. You know, like kids have the woods? Yeah, you go to the woods, right? Yeah, we had the woods. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was good, man. We had... I don't know if... I was just thinking about it. I don't know if I appreciated it when I was little, where I could go to the woods. Because I go back to those places now, uh-huh. and a lot of them are just housing developments. Yeah. You know? It's true, man. You couldn't like bike through this path in the woods to get to the the gardens or anything. It was just like it's all going away. Yeah, yeah, it's true, man. That's one. That's the one tough thing about growing older is like it doesn't. The past doesn't stay there for you. Yeah. And then when you go back, like the nostalgia, it almost uh, it gets pretty tarnished. Yeah, and I love nostalgia, so that stuff is kind of heartbreaking sometimes when I go home. And does that happen when you're city? Little things have changed. Yeah, just little things. But like you said, it could be they put up some more apartments in the woods, you know. Yeah. And you spend all these moments back in those woods. Like we had these one woods bus where there was a river behind it, yeah. and then there was the interstate was behind there. On the other on the other side of the river was the interstate. Yeah, and um, between that other bank of the river and the interstate, a lot of gays would meet up behind there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, make out behind the rest area. Yeah, and so <laughs> straights never really had that area, did they? I guess when I was young, we used to go watch. We used to go there to so watch the gays. Well, we'd sit on the river. So it was wide river. 
Yeah. And we thought, for some reason in our head, like we were kids, that it was another state over there. It was another <laughs> place where people could do that and they could be over there. That was legal. That wasn't Louisiana. Well, yeah, I guess in our minds it just... Over there in Mississippi. What state? Yeah, it was far. Is that Mississippi? Is, like, is that Alabama? Even though it was... Yeah. And then we went down there one time and it had these guys down there shooting potato had a big potato gun set up and they were firing off tots at these fellas over there at the gays yeah oh only if they were hugging though not if they were it was kind of like if they touched then they would shoot one at them so they could hang out (laughs) and we didn't know like we were like what are y'all doing and they're like we're about to take a break you know (laughs) and uh they're like you guys want to have a try at it and we're yeah, man, and they just showed us, and then we fired off this potato cannon at... What is that? It shoots a potato? Yeah. At just like a piece of making out? I mean, in Can high... you imagine doing that on Santa Monica Boulevard? Oh, well, like... now I feel bad about it, man. I just... But at the time, man, they were into it. I don't even think the gays minded. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's got to be fun trying to do, like, a forbidden love while people's firing tots at you. <laughs> Could you hit him? Or oh, you, like, I doubt we hit him. Accuracy? But the scare of the sound of it going off and then knowing something was coming, sometimes that's enough, you know? Dude, we had a rocket launcher. I went, okay, uh, okay. There you go. <laughs> for water balloons. Caparilla, me, and Renzisi. <laughs> and it was one of those where you hold, you have two guys holding it up, and then one guy pulling it all the way back, uh-huh. you know? Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Band. Yeah. And yeah, you stick water balloons in there, and we would hit him. We would throw him from the La Jolla condo. From inside. Uh-huh. And we get like halfway oh! down to the beach. And so this like sand would just blow up next to people. You know, That's as hilarious. water popped. And they would just look around them. And they'd be like, where was that coming from? And they'd be like, we were way away. <laughs> oh, no. I've been on that balcony there, dude. That's a great location to do that from. Yeah. I need to do that when I go down there. Yeah, I got to get another one of those. So do you grow up around like a lot of these comic guys? Because you seem like pretty, well, I mean. I st- yeah, I started comedy here. Okay. So in LA, pretty much at the comedy store within a few weeks. Um, like anyone who came through there, I'm sort of like, I've just known for like a long time. You remember Harry Basil when he used to work there or no? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, he had come back a little bit. You know him? I just know him through like bookings and, uh, and I've worked with him before. Oh. And since he opened up for Dangerfield, you know, I know. The movie guy. Like about some of the lore and everything. The lore of Harry Basil? Well, just like, but I remember last time I talked to him, which was just about two weeks ago, he said he used to work at the comedy store. And so I just, I never knew that, and so it made me think of that. Oh, yeah. It's kind of crazy how many people have been through there. Right. When you look at, like, all the greats, it was like, yeah, yeah, they were there, like, every day. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you feel like it's getting back to that level a little bit? What do you feel like's going on? I mean, it's definitely more corporate than it was when yeah. you get there. I got there about four years ago. Tommy came out no, on the porch. Four years ago, that's it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Were you around LA before that? Yeah, I was around LA. I just couldn't. The improv would give me some spots. So how long have you been in LA? About 11 years. Okay. And but you started I, here? I started over in, I guess I started in New Orleans. Okay. Like Sean Patton was there, Mark Norman. Where the hell does this path go? Right up to the. Oh, this dinner state, I think. Get your potato gun, huh? Damn. Uh. Want to try this? Yeah, sure. But through there? Yeah, right. <laughs> that looks like a bunch of snakes are gonna it's be. Not, it sure does. I'm like it's not a path at all. Dude, they had this kid when I was growing up who, uh, tough kid, loves snakes, right? Yeah. But he 
had a list, so he just like we're only he's like we're about to get these snakes, boys. These snakes? Snake, yeah. Oh, and we go out there looking for him. But you couldn't make fun of him because he was so tough he'd beat your ass, you know? <laughs> With a lisp? Yeah. Why does lisp make it sound like there's no way you could beat my ass? Because <laughs> you have a fucking lisp. Man, this is pretty unique, dude. Oh, yeah. There's other pads. I guess they don't go straight up here. We just kind of pick them and go. And then like looks at... Look. See, look at this, though. This is cool shit you don't really get, at least where I was from. And definitely not in New York, where we're just in the fucking middle of the woods. We're yeah. in the mountains. And where people's yacht, like, it's like you can see, like, people, like, his condos and stuff in the distance. Like, yeah, it's oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that part's weird. This is somebody's home right here. We can just walk right up into their in the yard. Oh, there's a path. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is beautiful out here. I mean, I, it, the saddest part is I didn't realize how close this was. To you. To me. Oh, yeah. We just found it. Me and Edgar just found this one because we go up to Runyon Canyon a lot. Mm-hmm. What's but, that like? It's like, oh, fuck. I, gotta... I always hear about it. It's it just like... seems like it's like hot chicks and, like, Dane Cook. Tons of hot chicks. Tons of hot chicks. Tons of Dane Cook. She did Dane Cook's photo for the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was there. Oh, yeah. I was there when we all found it. That's... So, who said you think it's been Photoshopped? That was pretty funny. That was funny. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man. I mean, but that guy has so much lore around him. I think he's losing it. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are worried about. in the middle of losing it. People think that he's losing it. What? Oh, I hope that's a panther, dude. Oh, oh, that's deer. It's a bunch of deer. Oh, that's deers, dude. That's deers, man. A couple does right there. Let's go kill one and fry it up. I assume you can do that, being from uh, Louisiana, right? Dude, I accidentally killed one with a lawnmower when I was young. What? Oh, still was the he... worst moment of my life. I was pushing a lawnmower through high grass, like, I mean, seven feet tall. And there was a deer sleeping. What? Yeah. It just didn't wake up? Yeah, I think it was a baby and its mom had jumped off. Oh, fuck. I still feel just horrible about that. Good God. Where did you get it? I didn't get it anywhere. You ran over it? Yeah. I mean, where? where? I mean, it... On the head? The body? Dude. It was gone. I mean, Jesus. There ain't much of it. It's a baby. Tell me about it, bro, dude. I mean... Fuck. At point blank range, dude. You ran over it with a lawnmower. I mean, I ran onto it. God, yeah, you don't really you don't really survive lawnmower running overs. Ugh, train still... you could survive if it went right over you. Apparently, right. <clears throat> well, do you ever have like those crazy like fantasies, like when you're in New York at the tracks, where you're like somebody pushes you and you like survive? For sure, I have those fantasies all the time. Of like, and if they do come, I also have the ones where I fight back fantasies, where I take them and I throw them. Oh yeah, and use their weight against them. Yeah. Um, but what would really happen is somebody would just push you and you'd die, probably. Yeah, uh-huh. Right, because the train would be coming, and I'd be like, I wouldn't be expecting it. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have the wherewithal to land cleanly and then roll under the side thing. Dude, how do you think you'll die? Let's get it on tape. Um, well, uh, for a lot of it, I think it's uh, falling down to some sort of, like, one of those grates. Oh, we can't go this way. One of those grates? You know those, like... I think we go up this hill. Up this hill and around? You think? There they the deers. They're all up there. They got two deers. You guys can't see them because it's just audio, but <laughs> they got two deers, man, about 60 yards away. They can get through this shit. Yeah. We can't get through that. No, they're agile, man. They are. Uh, deers don't give a fuck. You know, some of, this point. some of their skin is just as tough as um, like a strong lizard. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. 
Can we get up this way? Huh? Fuck. All right. When did you start hiking and shit? Well, actually, last year. You just started last year? Yeah. With that? No, 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 no. I didn't start with that. Uh, last year, I started hiking. A friend of mine got me on a hike and I went out to Eagle Rock. You been there? No. Eagle oh, Rock, that's like Eagle awesome. Rock, like in Los Feliz type place? Uh, no, this place is just called Eagle Rock. It's just on the top of this mountain, I guess. Okay. Awesome hike, dude. Five. You got five hours to kill. Yeah. And you're ready to burn. You know, you'll burn a little bit of body oil, but it's dope, dude. You get to the top. There's like, there was a special needs guy up there. Everybody's fired up. Really? Yeah, it was good. How did he get up there? Ah, who knows, man. God, probs. <laughs> what? You God know? lifted him and put him up there? I mean, I don't know what happened, dude. He was up there and everybody was celebrating about it. What the hell? If we go right up that thing, we can get up to that road right there. Yeah, we can get to that road and figure out from there. That's not a bad idea. Wait, um, how far away is Eagle Rock? Eagle Rock's probably, I would say it's an hour and 20, an hour and an hour east on hour the 134. East. Okay. So, but then, yeah, I got into that. And then January of last year, yeah. uh, or actually, so I got on a hike in a year and a half ago and then went to Mount Kilimanjaro. Now, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Eight months later, after starting hiking, I went over to Mount Kilimanjaro and did that hike. How? Where's Mount Kilimanjaro? Seattle? Tanzania. Where's that? Tanzania, Africa. Oh. Motherland, brother. Dave Chappelle country. <laughs> That's what they're known for. Oh, yeah. Oh, they got pictures of them over there on shirts and everything. Do they really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. A lot of Chappelle fans over there in Africa, dude. You think it's because he like built up a, ba- a fan base while he was there? Well, he said he was coming and everything, Sorry. yeah. People were... And they get the news late there. <laughs> Way late. <laughs> what I loved, I don't know if they had this in there in Africa, but like in China, they'll have shirts that are just so clearly it could be the up. Super Bowl losing team as a champion or anything <laughs> oh, yeah. else. Like this one said New York Knicks, NBA champs, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. And I was like we <laughs> were making the playoffs those years. <laughs> It was just somebody way hedging their bets early on some shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait, so you just went, you're like, fuck this, I love it, I'm going to try to do something massive? Yeah. Fuck, this is steep. This is steep, man. You got it? Yeah. Jesus. Okay. These Ari podcasts are intense, bro. <laughs> My Christ. I mean, this is... I'm on all threes here because I'm holding this mic, but. Yeah, came here once with the. What's up, man? Jesus, that guy probably thinks we're some kind of gay couple. Gay couple, like, yeah. I should have brought the potato gun. I know, dude. <laughs> These guys are good. So this is here. what you see. I mean, this is it. Actually, this is good. Yeah, it's actually full circle now that you and I've come out of the woods <laughs> together. <laughs> Whew. Uh, yeah, so I just went to Tanzania, and they call it Tanzania. Tanzania? And we call it Tanzania. Who does? The people in Africa. We call it Tanzania? Yeah. And that blew my mind, man, because I got an argument right out of the gate. With one of them? Yeah. This guy at the airport, man. And they got, uh, say this, beautiful women there, though. Lean, cut, tall. Wait, where's Tanzania? Is it an island? No, it's like in... It's like a little bit north of South Africa. Yeah. But yeah, lean women down there. The dental work is where you really have to probably put in some money. Hold on, hold on a second. If you're going to get a woman. Named, uh, 
Rudy, actually, which is a man's name, but you know. You Wait, who? How'd you get there? I flew there. Flew to Tanzania. On your own? I flew to Tanzania on my own. Was this with like a shoot or anything? No, to meet up with two buddies who uh, had also agreed to go hiking on Mount Kilimanjaro. Wow. Yeah. From what? High school? Uh, fantasy football league. Wow. Two guys from a fantasy football league. You just start talking about it and you're like, fuck it. Was that the guy who took it to Eagle Rock? Uh, no, a different girl had taken me to Eagle Rock and she invited me to go. To Kilimanjaro? Yeah. This exec over at TBS actually, but I just was worried if there would be any romance or not. And I don't think you want to get stuck on an eight day hike, you know, dealing with romance and people sharing a tent and I people's, agree. you I know, agree certain times. Yeah, this wasn't, like for me, that was my time of the month, really, you know? I feel like as a man, you know, you don't want to be out there dealing with that. That girl Kimberly Congdon, whatever her name is. Oh, yeah, with the tits on her shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she, oh, that's Sarah Weinstein. Are they a team together? They both did that? I don't know. Maybe it's Sarah's shirt. A lot of tits. Oh, maybe she borrowed the shirt from Sarah and put her tits on it, but I know she tried to sell me one on the internet. Oh. Yeah, anyway, she was like, how come all the boys at the comedy store go take their mushroom trips in the woods and don't invite girls? And it's like, well... One, first of all, we do, if you're cool, but we don't want fucking some girl that three of us want to bone. Yeah. Or we're out taking mushrooms and all looking at each other. Yeah, dude. That's a, I mean, yeah. Well, sometimes girls just want to do, it's like, y'all do your own mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> we're not holding it's anyone e- back. Yeah, it's equality, man. These cows will shit anywhere for anyone. You know? <laughs> yeah. Get out there. You picked them, huh? When you, were, when you were little or no? Oh, dude. I remember going to this party the first time I ever even heard about them. Some dude's like... <clears throat> Uh, you ever, some dude, you know, fucking snake oil salesman passing through. He's like, you ever been to the future? And obviously I know the answer to that one is no. (laughs) And he's like, well, you ever been to the past? And I was like, yeah, I've been to the past, man, in my mind, you know? And he's like, we ever been to the future and the past? And I was like, nah. And he's like, let me, let's go out to this place and let's get you some shrooms. So we went out there, literally picked half a garbage bag of mushrooms, right? Whoa. And this dog came, at one point this dog gets into this field. I mean, we're on probably about 30 acres, so it's wide open. This dog, and he's just roaring across this field. And we're out in the middle of the field. He comes coming at you? Yeah. And I mean, so I'm running, bro, as fast as I can. Finally, right when I get to the gate, he catches me, and he's a nice dog. Oh. Fucking furious, bro. <laughs> so then I went out and he's anyway. Jumping, he's just running around. Yeah, he was just being sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm like, Jesus, dude, let us know. <laughs> he's like, we're running, I guess. Yeah. And his new friend are running. Yeah. So that was pretty wild. But anyway, I took a bag to this party, right? I'd never even yeah. ate a bunch. I locked myself into the uh into the what you know, into the bathroom and uh literally watched my dick drip off into the toilet. How long did it take to hit in? Oh, I don't know. But I come out of the party, everybody been eating them, everybody's gone. Everybody left? Le- but literally like left like out into the woods, out oh. by the pool. People were in the pool, it's not even a pool party. <laughs> uh, like, <it> fucking... <laughs> I think some people left that party and never came back to town. Like, it was a solid, I mean, and there must have been, the bag must have weighed probably 12 pounds. I mean, we had a lot of... Everyone just got into them. Oh, people just ate them, yeah. Because you'd always heard, but, you know, we're at about that age, about 14 or 15. Yeah. And, uh... i take my shirt off. We're going to get this level. So. Yeah, here we go. This is a little hitching post right here. Guns out. Get that vitamin D, man. So, but yeah, I mean, girls can do them. I mean... Have you done them with girls? You have. Let me think. Yeah, no. Yeah, Marino's ex-girlfriend used to come with us all the time. 
but she was already part of the, the group, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did it with Chris, Big J's girlfriend. and. Uh, oh, yeah, I just met Big Bonnaroo. J. Um, yeah, I've done it with girls before, I guess, yeah. Yeah. And do you feel like it incites you to want to bone? Because I haven't done it in a uh, long time. Uh-uh. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know if I've done them with somebody that I would want to bone. Right. I did hear my friend Pete said that he had a, a bad trip when he was with somebody. So a guy he barely knew, mm-hmm. like knew a little bit. Ooh. And then a girl that he liked. Right. But not, hadn't done anything. Oh. And he was like, it's just a bad trip. He just started having negative thoughts and trying to control himself. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I'd want to do it with a girl like Frank Castillo. Yeah, he does. Like, he loves him. Yeah, he just did it with his girlfriend, but they've been together like five, six years. Right. So they're just like Hannah. Oh, I think her name is. Pals. Let's just do these mushrooms together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That guy's got a great energy too. I mean, I could imagine. Frank. He, he and his girl seem pretty locked in. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. Wait, so who? So they take you up to Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah, we got to Mount Kilimanjaro, and it's. Uh, I mean, I think it's twenty-one thousand feet. Yeah. And so you start at the bottom, and you get. How high up are you at the bottom? Uh, at the bottom, I guess you're probably at about... You're in at zero feet. No, I think you're probably at about maybe 5,000 feet. Maybe 4,800. 4,800 feet, okay. So when you can start at different distances, you can get bust in or whatever to different spots where, based along how, how long you want your trip to be. So we okay. set up on a trip in advance True. through this crew group online. I don't even remember what they were called, but there's a couple of them. And it's not crazy expensive. I mean, you can make the whole trip happen. Yeah. With your flight and everything for about 3500 bucks. 3500 And I bet you could even do it for less. I bet you could do it for 2500 How many days were you there for? Uh, I was there total for, I guess, about eight or nine nights, nine nights. That's, that's a pretty good price for a vacation for that, for that much. Yeah. See another part of the world. And you, I mean, you get the experience. I mean, you have these porters that come with you. So all of a sudden you have a lot of people that help carry a lot of the stuff. Oh, really? One of them is a chef and a lead chef. It's basically a guy who's, you know, who can work a butane torch on a mountain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they're all smoking weed and selling you weed and drugs. Like, oh, I mean, you could easily, two days into it, disappear off into the woods on some freaking mountain dope. <laughs> really? And never, yeah, I mean, mountain dope. like, you don't, you want to bring everything you need with you on the trip. You don't want to bring 15 extra U.S. dollars uh, <laughs> because you will buy, I mean, oh, right. like the first big rocky, it's almost... Like, you won't have seen anybody in two days. You'll pass a rock and there's a drug dealer behind it. And you're like, how does this guy... <laughs> Hello, ladies. How are you? How's this guy even out here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then you get to, like, a camp. Each day you set up a camp. And the scenery is just beautiful. I mean, there's a day where literally it feels like you're on Mars. Like, you are... You're just... It just looks like something you've never seen. Like these winds are going by, and it's these rock formations. It's like these size of these rocks that are just sitting completely by themselves, individual rocks. It makes no sense. Um, and then the next day, you'll be in like this tropical elevation because you're going through different levels. Really? And uh, yeah, I mean, there's some days where you're just like, damn, I don't. Your mind almost can't take it all in. Do so you get to the point where you can't see anything else other than. You know, not people? Um, no, because there's other people on the trail, but you'll definitely have some hours where you don't see anyone else. There's other groups that are out there hiking. Yeah. Uh, and then you do a base camp each day. 
Um, the whole, whole group just sets up. Yeah, in our group, we just had three guys. We had 10 or 11 porters with us. Wow, really? So they, yeah, because they got to bring well, that's all... That's worth 3500 then. All the so tents. they carry all the shit? What do you carry? Your you stick? carry your back. Okay. You can, actually, they'll even carry your back for you. And it, it wasn't like a, an exclusive group. Like, we went I with... On that. How do we get there? Oh, yeah, let's do that, huh? Yeah. Um, it wasn't super exclusive. Yeah. You know, we went with one of the cheaper end versions. Uh but yeah man it's wild i mean you're there it's you know it's and the whole time you have this beautiful mountain like in the distance yeah what do you think there are maybe seems like it's been tread on right maybe there and around or maybe further maybe further uh so you get over there and it's just yeah i mean you're out on the trail and then like the problem is they have a food tent a little kitchen tent they put up yeah and the man makes the food the chef like what and, do you eat, uh, burgers and shit? No, no, no you eat... Nothing perishable like that. Yes, that's the start of the problem, oh, nothing right. perishable. So I'm in there complaining, <laughs> you know, give me some perishables, you know, because I was yeah. raised on perishables. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and this dude, he's just making like cucumber soup. That's the big thing. It's cu- cucumber soup. And they wait till everybody gets to the table before they take the pot, top off the pot. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's cucumber it. soup every time. <laughs> it's almost like a shell game. Like you think it's going to be. Uh, he's, he's not showing us. It must be something different yeah, this yeah. time. And then like literally something will hatch an egg along the way. And they will like. Like they're killing animals in the distance. Oh, really? Trying to find dinner. Yeah. Yeah, we can do this. All right, let's do it. So. Yeah. So like, you know, one day you come and there'll be like two eggs. Yeah. You know, and you'd hear like a bird like crying in the distance, like a mother. No way, really? I mean, it's, you're like, ah. So you eat them, but you definitely taste more than the egg. You know, you taste kind of the family history. That's uh, as organic as it comes, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at a certain point, farm to table needs to freaking put a little distance between you and the farm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we hit a little pasture down here. Oh, wow. It's like open. Oh, that was a- uh, and then, so then in the morning you get up and you roll out and you just cruise. You do about five or six hours of hiking. Five or six hours. Up, yeah. up, up. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes you got to elevate for one day and then the next day you'll come back like halfway down. To go around something? Yeah, to go around something and also to acclimate yourself because you can't shock your body by going all the way to the top. Whoa. Um, because. The elevation will be too great. Too the elevation away. will be too great. Yeah, like too much oxygen in the blood. And you can get G'd out. Oh, that's what People sometimes kill their wives up there. No way, really? Yeah. Because it's like a cruise. Crazy? For some reason, it's the same kind of thing as a cruise, but just because the elevation. Yeah. Um, yeah, people kill their wives up there. Whoa. And uh, They're a little nuts, and they're like, she crossed me, you're not thinking straight? Yeah, I mean, you're up there, and maybe like feelings you trying to hide or boil out to the top. Yeah. Let's just not talk about this now. Yeah. Yeah, out of the blue. Well, then when? When are we going to talk about Your it? wife's just trying to take a picture of you, <laughs> and, uh, and you trip. Let's go up this other path. So we went around, I guess. Yeah. It's good, though, man. Here it's good to get out here in the sunlight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks again for, uh, for having me on. Yeah. Um, Did you get any of those feelings? No, I was with two of my buddies. I actually got some feelings of elation because the last night, oh. so on night number seven, you get to the base camp. And at that point, you have the next morning, you have about a 5,000 foot hike that's just really, really, it's pretty sheer. You don't need hiking equipment, yeah. but you need somebody there with you 
uh, like to hold on to at moments or, you know, somebody oh, to be, really? yeah, be behind you. Like you just, you need that support and you need that support because the, the altitude is getting thin. Uh, you're getting headaches and it's pitch black. Yeah. Take this. Yeah. Like you go up at a point. Uh, so they wake you up at 1 a.m. and you take the mountain. 1 a.m. Yeah. What do you mean take the mountain? Like you get out there on it and you. Every day. Because you can't summit in the sunlight because. Why? Oh, because the clouds will come in. Yeah. And you won't be able to see very well. In the sunlight? Yeah. So because the clouds don't come in at night? Yeah, the clouds don't come in at night. Right around there around daybreak, there's usually not any clouds. Oh. So, and it's just safer conditions. Because you're up so high, you're literally, at some point you're passing through clouds. Like you're hiking right through a cloud. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want. Then you hit the top, bro. And I mean, one of, we, you'll see people turning around in that morning. Like you'll be at 4 a.m. and some dude is just wandering like the oxygen got to him. And he's quitting. Oh, he's quitting. He doesn't even speak the language you speak. You're trying to like Some tell Italian. him, inspire him. Yeah. And he's like, duh, 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 duh. and you're just trying to inspire him and turn him around. And it's like, it's very guttural at moments like that where you're, cause you know, the guy probably doesn't want to quit. He just needs somebody with him. And sometimes people are by themselves. They try to by themselves. Oh. Uh, so at least I have my two buddies and we had two guides with us. At that point, you just have two guides. Um, and you're just going. I mean, it's just dark. It's snow. It's icy. Yeah. It's magma. I mean, it's you're icy. On, yeah, and you're on the edge of a volcano, so it's magma, and it's pretty. It's gnarly. I mean, the temperatures are, you know, below zero. I mean, it's. You're getting it. Damn. Then the sun when breaks. What time of year is this? This was January. I don't know what it is for them. Oh, oh that's but right. The, Southern Hemisphere. Then the sun breaks, and it's about five forty in the morning. Yeah. And you can't feel your legs or toes. I mean, you are just beat. And you hit the top. And there's the sign. And there's people with, like, flags from, like, all over the world. The top top? Yeah, then you're at the top. You mean the, the 11,000? 21. Yeah, 21. You're at 21, 21 now. Yeah, you hit the first top. There's actually two tops. There's another, like, isthmus you can go out on, which even has a little bit of a higher peak. Yeah. But you're above the clouds. Everything's wow. clear. And it literally looks like you're in heaven, man. Like it literally looked, it's the only time I ever felt like I was tripping or on some like adventure that was outside of me when I wasn't under the influence. The only, like, it was just surreal. I mean, and the oxygen's light, so you feel euphoric as well. Yeah. There's people in different languages hugging each other. It's almost like as if you really pictured like heaven would be or something, you know? Because you're just so proud that everybody's made it. Wow! Because you did it. You did it. Because you did it. Yeah, and you know what? Thing. You know what people have been, you know, been through. Like, damn. You know that. How many times did you want to quit? I probably, I probably wanted to quit only one time. One of our buddies had quit in the morning, oh. and we had to sit with him on the side of the mountain, halfway up, and like, literally to just talk him back up the mountain. Like, dude, give us two minutes walking up, then you can go back. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, fine, fine, two minutes." He was done, and then we're like, "Give us four minutes, man. Do it for, you know, your dad that passed away or something. You know, what? like really put the <laughs> pressure on him." Yeah, and he and he did it because he had turned around a hundred percent. Really? Uh, yeah, and it, it would have been miserable if he had gone all the way there and not done it. Yeah, and then you guys would have been talking about it later. Yeah, and then we were like, "Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like my part too." The- 8,000 feet and below was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Then they always have to tell, like, the tertiary, like, the... 
some other story to try to blend in, and you're like, shut up, man. You this- didn't do it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> For talking to a bunch of people who did it, <laughs> why are you butting it? And then a story like that, over time, that guy even disappears from the story, you know? Right. Like 20 years later. Part. Yeah, you just almost want to take him out of the story so that. He was there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. So that's the craziest part, man, is just being on the top wow. and seeing like, t- yeah, because the clouds are below you. I really want to see that shit. That view of the clouds below you or in the clouds. Yeah. Really and so it looks like you're on a mountain that's come out of the cloud. Like it's almost, it doesn't visually make any sense. So, and there's glaciers and you're like, where the fuck did glaciers come from? <laughs> so there's a reservoir over there. I'd recommend it, man. I think you could even do. Like almost like a, I mean, I hate to say like a mushroom tour because I know that, but I know you like to kind of branch out and open your mind and like, yeah. you know, really <clears throat> challenge you to put yourself on different mental playing fields. If you had a group that went and did that, that'd be pretty gnarly. Wow. Yeah. What drugs are they selling? Oh, they were selling some type of, looked like a peyote, which I'd never done. I didn't want to go there then. Right then when you got to do all this hiking. Yeah. It's and there's a bunch of brothers around. Like I'm not used to like, you know. Black people. I can still deal with the black people, like you know, from the south and like Englewood and shit. But I don't want to deal with all of a sudden a whole new strand of black people in the middle of nowhere. You know, like yeah. Or I don't want to be like behaving some way that's inappropriate to like African people or yeah. Where you're like, anybody. why'd you raise your left hand? Yeah, you're trying to you take my honor. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, no, totally. No. That's a tribal challenge, and you're like, whoa. whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. In my tribe, it just means my, I want to raise one of my hands. And left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just asking a question. <laughs> yeah. This is a sign of respect. Imagine if that's why some tribes never advance, because every time somebody tries to ask a question. Hey, uh, kill them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only problem. Like, we want to reach out to people, but everyone comes real antagonistic. <laughs> um, so anyway, hate to babble, but that was no, it's okay. part of the journey, man. Wow. So they had peyote. They had mushrooms. They had peyote. I didn't see any mushrooms. I saw a lot of mushrooms out there, but I don't think that they were. I wouldn't want to do peyote unless I was like, okay, guys, next couple of days we're not going to be hiking. Right. We're just going to be right here. <laughs> and, uh, and then when it's time, when we're all fully ready, we can move on to the next. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they had anything psilocybin out there because at a certain point, there's no animals anymore. You just see some lizards. Really? Oh, is that mash? No, the mash is the Malibu Creek State Park. Oh, have you been there? We did go there. Is that awesome? Blue mushroom chip, but we couldn't find mash. No. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah, Edgar found it later. It was me, Mervis, Edgar, Damadonia, uh, who else? A few people. Willie. But we were like, Edgar like came back like a month later. It was like, yeah, you guys, it was like 10 minutes away from us. There right. signs everywhere. I don't know why we couldn't find Damn. it. And is it... Uh yeah, like I got some mushroom chocolates. I might finally try some this weekend. Have you never done mushrooms? I've done them, yeah. It's oh, just okay. been a long time. I mean, those times when I was younger. Oh, yeah. Now that you're an adult. But do you feel thing. like it kind of resets your brain a little? Yeah, a little. Yeah. Because that's what I need, man. I'm just fucking strung out on just... Why? What? Life. Oh, yeah. No, it completely resets your brain. My friend said it once. Lizard. Oh, yeah. They blend in so much. Oh, yeah, wow. I like how they jump. Things agile. Yeah, yeah, you don't think of them as jumpers. Yeah. But my friend said, uh, it's what, when you're on mushrooms, but it kind of carries through to the rest of it. It's like there's stuff that matters on mushrooms, mm-hmm. and there's stuff that doesn't matter when you're on mushrooms. Mm. So, like, you lose 20 bucks, it can ruin your day, but when you're on mushrooms, like, oh, whatever, somebody will find it. Right. You know, you just move on with your day. You know? 
Yeah, that's good. I need to get more of that in my life. Yeah, and then you start going like, oh, hold on. Yeah, this thing is shitty and that thing is shitty, but I'm taking a hike on a fucking Wednesday, you know? Things are chill. Doing publicity or whatever. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is not bad. Having fun. Yeah. It really does help you reset and all that shit. And free focus, too. I'm like, what do I want to accomplish and then get it done? I don't know. Yeah, do you, you ever try and write jokes and stuff on it? I'll take my notebook with me. Right. And so I'll write like... Uh, I'll thoughts. write like uh, thoughts down. Yeah, but I got a bunch of like bits from my last special off a big really? mushroom trip near that mash site. Well, I think I, I mean it's some. I know I've heard you tell some stuff about. I mean, but I, general, yeah. general trips. But not even about the trip as much as about like the thoughts I had while right. I was on them. Thoughts about like there was something that didn't make it where it was like they were trying to look at the constellations with the iPhone thing, mm -hmm. and I just started thinking about how like iPhones have become our slaves, and if they don't do it right away, we're like, fuck you, come on, what's wrong with this thing? And I'm like, they're going to rise up and take over, you guys. We treat them like assholes. Of course, like, that's the reason they're going to rise up. That's hilarious. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with mushrooms. It was just the inspiration. You know? Right. It wasn't like when I do the bit, I had to be like, and these are mushroom thoughts. Right. Oh, yeah, let's go up there. Um... Yeah, yeah, you should totally do them. I'm kind of actually like jealous of you right now. Yeah, man. In for like a, a really good one. I feel like I yeah, I just need to get some of that release, you know. Yeah. This town just gets stressful, man. I know you do by coastal. Like, how do you feel about that? Because I've been considering that. Like when I was just there, you liked and it? Tony was there. Like, yeah, it just oh, wait, seemed. So this way goes, ravine, and then we'll come around. Go. Like yeah. more relaxed. I mean, not even to use Tony as an example, but it was like you know I'd seen him a hundred times at the store, mm -hmm. and it always been just us in our same circles. Like you know, we kind of yeah. say what's up and some brief chatter, but out there it just seemed like we just chat. You know, we ended up chatting a bunch and like. It's just like you see, it feels like you get to know people better there. Where? In New York? In New York. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm Do you? To, yeah, I think you're right. I, I got to know guys like Mark Norman and Dan Soder, and it's like sometimes it's because you're at a club and you do like a couple sets at the same place so there's really nowhere to go between your 830 spot and your 1030 spot. You're like, right. we'll just hang out here so you hang out with the same people, you know? But also it's because no one goes home and goes to sleep. It's an up-all-night city. Is it? So, like, if you get done with your spot at 10, 30, 11, it's not like, all right, got to see you guys tomorrow. It's like, yeah, what are we going to do for the next six hours? Right. Let's go out. Right. We met some girls. Fucking just 23 bars within two blocks of here. Yeah. Let's get a drink. We'll talk. If they turn out to be losers, we'll just fucking leave. Right. You know? It's just like you just enjoy yourself. You walk around. You get a slice of pizza. And I don't know. It just, it just leads to more of those nights where you're like. There's what mystery. This? What is this? What is this? Sacrifice? Ooh, ooh I don't know. I want to see a sacrifice in the woods, like some sort of weird, like, you know, first season of True Detective kind of stuff. Oh, dude, somebody definitely did something. Here looks like a sweat lodge, huh? Yeah, yeah, it does look like a sweat lodge. Wow. You're right. Was that a fire right there? No, maybe not. I don't know. It does look man. like a sweat lodge. Damn, they went to a lot of trouble to get this thing. A lot of sweat, dude. How did they make this? Uh, I don't know. Let's get one in this. Let's scoot over a little bit. Let's get that lodge in there. It'd be fun to pose with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like, what the fuck is it. this? Hey, you got a picture of Kilimanjaro from on top, from above the clouds? Yeah, yeah, I'll oh, send, yeah, I'll send, send uh, that or some neat ones. Uh, the craziest part was, I, so I didn't go to the, I didn't make a stool for about three days up there. You didn't shit? No. Nah. Cucumber soup is binding? Oh, uh, I don't know what it was, man. But, uh, and they're bringing in milk, and you're like, what did y'all milk? <laughs> We're at 11,000 feet, dude. <laughs> Where did you get this? I feel like Ndumke over there just sprayed out into a bucket, you know? <laughs> like, this seems like it could have been. And the exchange, like, you don't know how to communicate. So sometimes you don't know if they're laughing at you or with you. Uh-huh. Uh, did you feel like they were laughing at you? 
you know, it's funny because I tried to focus on like making people like smile or trying to do things like, like you know to them and stuff like yeah or something yeah yeah or you want to like feel that bridge of humor i guess a little bit yeah like between languages so i guess i tried to do stuff like that yeah sometimes i don't know that what they thought and also like black people always feel it always seems like they're laughing at you i feel like a lot of times when you're white like when they're in groups, you know? Dude, it's so weird when I go to other countries and I realize that I not only am maybe racist, but completely racist because of act <laughs> ways where I'm like, this isn't these black people. Right, 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 you know, right. There is no history of like gun violence in this town. Right. Of fucking wherever, <laughs> you know? If I see a black guy in China, I'm like, you are either an English teacher, you know, or a banker. But either way, yeah, yeah. you're not going to roll me. Yeah, yeah we're even. <laughs> yeah, so then it's we're like, even. fuck. But the fact that I'm like, wait, is my... I'm like, I'm racist. Damn. Yeah, man, I feel you, dude. Yeah, they get a bad rap here, black people. Excuse the pun. Well, and uh, and I'm not, I don't understand why overall black people aren't more upset at the British. Like, they did a lot of the shit. Like, yeah. Like, I, I agree America, like, brushed up on slavery and stuff like that. And, like, you know, but fucking just allowing the British to come right over here. If I were black, I wouldn't do that. Every British, I'd take them to task every time when I saw them in the street. What do you mean? be like what the you know they they colonized most of the world and just oh, right. raped it of everything yeah they brought the slaves here right i mean they definitely i think they had a huge hand in it we didn't start slave trading after 1776 yeah they were was, no going oh yeah they were way early so i just want to see that take place before we really get the brunt of it the brunt of oh yeah Oh, of like African American backlash. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Let's get start with the salesman. You know, <laughs> fucking. So I this thing. yeah, it sounds good. Oh, there's people down there. Yeah, that's a much better way to spend a Wednesday. Much better what? Way to spend a Wednesday. Oh yeah, then in the studio, you mean? Yeah, if I could combine these two things. Whenever I used to have to do uh dude, I took Benji's little Chihuahua dog up here through those like when we're hiking up and down trying to get over branches and shit. Yeah, we had me and Egg would have to like pick him up and hand him to each other over the branches sometimes. But that dog was game. Really? Yeah, he was like, Yeah, whatever. When he gets to a place where he just can't go anywhere. Oh, those ducks down there. Didn't he ride on a oh wow, what is a reservoir? Yeah, this is a reservoir. Yeah. There's a bunch right there. You think you could? Oh, those people. You think you could? Yeah, let's find the trail. Right there. Around. Yeah. I don't know what we're saying. Fuck the British. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've never been a big fan of the British, dude. Honestly. Yeah. This is this thing, by the way. This camping. I just told. I think there's a lot of us who like this. Like Moshe was, I was just like, yeah, I want camping. He's like, call me. I'd love to go fucking camping. Let's really? do some shit. Yeah. yeah maybe you just come up to these places, get a joint, and fucking just walk for, oh, shit. Boom. Still going. Back? Yeah. Or like a comedian, like men's retreat? Uh-huh. To go somewhere, you mean? Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. And don't even have to go far. Just have to really just get into the woods. Dude, we go to Joshua Tree a couple times a year. Yeah, that's what I hear. There. Well, I saw Byron Bauer's Instagram when he lost it a little. Oh, yeah. That he was lost awesome. It, yeah, a few times. The fun thing is, is people who try to control you on mushrooms, and they're like, oh, we got to... And so Byron's flipping out. He goes, I got to wander off. And there's a couple people going, oh, yeah, it's steep as shit. Oh, right. 
Literally taking the butt slide here. <laughs> Damn, what? Yeah. We're... It's steep as fuck. <laughs> no, he's not yelling at us. Ari, off-roading with Ari Shafir here. Damn. Yeah, you butt slid that whole way. That's the most country shit I've done in a while, dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go over there. It's like a th- four-hour drive. Get a campsite. And that's pretty gnarly, huh? Yeah, take mushrooms, walk around all night. You know, or our new plan now, because it's winter, uh-huh. we're just talking about this, we uh-huh. look through the weather, and it's like high of like high 70s during the day. So we're like, let's do that during the day and walk around, and then at night, just build a fucking campfire. Yeah, that'd be great, dude. Yeah. I've never even been there. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's, I hadn't as of a few years ago. It's gorgeous. Is it? Yeah, and there's nothing out there, especially in the summer. Yeah. It's all just death. So like, death. there's no danger of like something coming <clears throat> to like, you know, bite at you. Right. Like a bear or a cat. Yeah. It's not even, I think late summer's not even snake season. Oh, man. Oh, wow, dude. This is damn romance right here. Oh. This is damn romantic. Look at that little duck. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of ducks. Dude, we just wandered in a lover's cove down here. <laughs> this thing definitely could spray some luminol on this thing and solve some... <laughs> so it seems local there. issues yeah <laughs> man what if somebody just boated by and just gunned all these ducks down <laughs> it's so awesome hey man gotta eat <laughs> no. well that used to be a thing growing up people would go by, park by the river and just shoot guns into it that was like into a, the river yeah it was like a pastime you know oh you want water yeah, sure, man. Thanks. Yeah, that was like a pastime. Like, and I remember she one time into a lake, into the river. Dude, did you grow up around Hicks? Oh, uh, I grew up around more like white trash. Oh, right, right. What's the difference? What would you say the difference is? I would say that Hicks have like sports, like NASCAR. They have mm-hmm. like the the country flag, the rebel flag. White trash has like white trash can be in Boston too. Yeah, it's more like burn barrels, burn your shit in the yard, make, start fire in a ditch. Poor um, and uncultured. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's more like the people from like Making a Murderer. It's the only show where I, right from the start, I was like, like, I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm like, should go ahead and ruin it. I'm just going to get the entire story from other comics talking about it. Wow. And it's a pretty good story. Yeah. I mean, I really like it. I have not even... And haven't even gotten into it. I don't even know what the guy looks like. But yeah. I'm like, he's innocent for sure. Yeah. You don't think so? Now I don't think it. Why? Because you've heard the retorts? Because I've, yeah, I've read a little bit more afterwards. I definitely thought it at first. Now I'm unsure. Isn't it amazing how through like the moving image, you can make people believe whatever you want? 100%. Through what you include and what you don't include. I've, after, the move, after I watched the whole series, I emailed the lady who had been murdered's brother. I found his email online at like what? 3 a.m. Emailed him. And I was like, are you sure you guys got the right guy? Like, Did you really? Yeah. I mean, I was just caught up in it. Like, I emailed like nine people in the freaking series. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was into it. <laughs> I was deep in there. Anybody write you back? Uh, uh, yeah, a couple people wrote me back. He didn't write me back. A couple other people wrote me back who were in it, wanting to raise funds. Are you sure the right, you got the right guy? Oh, that's crazy. Like if somebody, Some and I think stranger, like fuck, yes. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Who are you? In hindsight, I'm like, dude, what a dick move you did. Like that's, you just saw something that was catered to make the guy look innocent. Yeah, it must be tough when you believe somebody's 
guilty and then the stuff starts to come up like maybe he didn't do it and you're like no yeah. i've already come to peace with this this is the guy yeah you can't start making me think someone else did it now even if they did well imagine like the jurors like what do they th- like yeah if all of a sudden they think dang i got it wrong was the police though just tampered with the same police that set him up the first time set him up the second time but they're the ones who luckily uncovered the footage to think that these people out there are like you know they're probably regular god-fearing not super educated but middle class white people in the Midwest. Yeah. And they're probably good people. Those people are usually genuine people. Who, which people? The ones who did the it? The people. All of them. The cops and everything. Oh, right. Just yeah. when you think of where they come from. Yeah. Like, and sure, cops can be definitely edgier, but even in the Midwest, people are more salt to the earth a little bit. Yeah, maybe overall, but not like every one of them. Because when you think Midwest, I think the same thing, like good, you know, goody two shoes and stuff, but that's also fucking Dayton, Ohio. Right. Where it's just fucking people will stab the shit out of you. Yeah. You know, it ain't like yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Family ties, right? That's a good point. And maybe I'm putting it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's that way. I would love it if you were a judge, but like, you couldn't have done it. You're a Midwesterner. Not, <laughs> 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 no, not here. He maybe a Yankee could have, but let him free and get a few recipes from him. Do you hear about the? Uh, they have in Italy. They have a Jeans Day. Jews Day. Jeans Day. Uh, <laughs> Cele- to celebrate, not celebrate, but the, some judge let off these convicted rapists because uh, the girl was wearing tight jeans. Uh-huh. And then on appeal, he goes, I mean, how can you even get those tight jeans off unless she helps you? And he's like, yeah, that's a good point. And he goes, you guys are free. Wow. Yeah. And so they wear tight jeans then. No. To like, protest the fact that you can still get jeans off. Right. <laughs> if they're tight. Damn, I can't. I mean, well, it's crazy to think of all the people that are incarcerated wrongly now with DNA. Oh, yeah. Because there's times, I mean, to go back to murder, and there's times where I feel like I would have murdered someone, yeah. but I DNA. Could, I know that I'm not smart enough to get away with it now. Especially now with all the cameras everywhere. Dude, with all the cameras everywhere, you're fucked. You, don't, you can't look enough places. You gotta come to a place like this. You gotta. Yeah. The ducks ain't talking. Uh-uh. I mean, what if they're just telling us murders and we can't inc- decode it? I mean, I have too many texts back and forth with you that could be, like, discovered. Oh, that's true, huh? But if, Yeah, like, there's one, so many trails. Yeah told people I was coming. But if like one of us just like pushed the other's head into this fucking, you know, three inches of water. I don't, 30 seconds? Yeah. Wouldn't take that long. Mm-mm. Just get me in a full Nelson. I'd go quick probably. I'm halfway ready. <laughs> you know? and, and then I you just leave their breath. body here or just push it out and just be like, I don't know, let people find it. And just be like, no, I never met him. I don't know. I said, I said, get up there. I'll meet you. That'd be so crazy. Like, and you could just hide it like over right over in there somewhere. I'm saying just like push it. Oh, you could hide it in the reeds. If you're willing to wander out in a little bit, you could hide them in the reeds. You'd have to hide it a little, I think. That's where you get caught in the hiding. Because you've yeah. got a dead body on you. Well, here's where we get caught. I bet there's a camera where we came in. So we'd see both of us come in, one of us leave. Maybe. Right there. You're like, what happened to your friend? Right, right. Oh, he just decided to stay for a bit. Yeah, like if they found you, hey, no big deal. But if they d- found you dead. Yeah. I'm in fucked. Oh, I just left him. He's just relaxing by himself. The fuck? That's not even... I mean, you could say if you went off to like Sequoia or something, some like forest forest, you know, you'd be like, ah, he wandered off. As long as you wander off with him and just be like, yeah, we all kind of stayed here. He said, I'm going to go for a walk. And I kept looking and looking. He just never came back. Yeah. Oh, he must have fallen and bashed his head with a... <laughs> the club, with a bat you had, yeah, <laughs> with an aluminum bat. Someone must have left here in the woods. They should have used a rock. <laughs> Look at their heads, the ducks. That really is du- fucking water that's off crazy. a duck's back. It doesn't even stick. Oh wow, that's true, huh? That's where it comes. Look how it just beads up and yeah. jumps right off. They don't even get wet. Beautiful animals, dude. 
They really are. Mallard. I'm surprised there's not more duck for sale. Like, I'm surprised that chicken made it as the, one of the main meats. Duck's way sweeter, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and it's harder. I mean, there's not as much meat on them as it looks like. It's a lot of feathers on there. Oh. And it's not as, uh, I don't think, I guess, as tasty to everybody. Oh. And I feel like people romanticize ducks a little bit more because they are more attractive looking. Yeah, sure. Whereas chickens, looking. people just are like, oh, fuck this fuck thing. This thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to have chickens when I grew up. Did you really? Yeah, my dad suddenly he wanted it. What remind him of when he was growing up? So he's like, I'm getting a coop. He just built a coop out of like lattice wood. Yeah. Just and we had like fucking twenty chickens. No. Yeah. What'd you guys do? Do you ever go out there? Or you just kind of pass oh, for by. Sure, I go out there. I go in there. We get the eggs in the morning. Sometimes they they wouldn't want to give them the egg because I mean like, <laughs> the rooster got to them. Yeah. They're fertile. They're fertilized eggs. They'd be like, no. They're like, oh, <laughs> this one's gonna be a chick. Oh. Um, Somebody's been uh, yeah. Then one hit puberty and turned into a rooster, and ooh. we had to, they had to get rid of it because it was like fucking suburbs. Yeah. And the next one neighbor was like, "What? No, <laughs> yeah. no, we're not having a rooster at five forty-five in the morning go off when I want to sleep till six forty-five." <laughs> Dude, that's like somebody put in a beehive by us one time, like a really? huge stack of them in a residential neighborhood. Really? And literally, yeah, like forty kids got stung like repeatedly, <laughs> and then they, had, they finally caught them and shut it down. Somebody in my neighborhood in New York. Like two things over, he was like, I, I went in there. It's so one of those public parks, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm getting bees." Like, wow. I'm like, "Yeah, I live over there." And he goes, "Oh well, you'll have definitely have my bees in your backyard." And I was like, "Oh cool. Wait, what? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't want that." Yeah, I'm not going to tell, but if someone else does, yeah, I wouldn't fight against it. Do you feel? Uh, and how often do you live in New York? I live there nine months. Oh, so that's what we were talking about. How fun New York is. Yeah. Yeah, you do get more social. It's a way more social town. People are doing things there. Right. So it's like, let's go out. Let's get, it's not like, let's get rested for tomorrow for auditions or anything like that. There's some auditions and shit, but it's not like, no one has to be there for that genuinely. So it's just like, let's just fuck around. Let's see some shit. Let's meet for lunch. Everyone's, you don't have to get in a car to meet anybody. Just the right. subway. So it's like, hey man, I'm going to be over there by the best buy you want. Right. Wanna it's easier. Out? Yeah. Um, or mostly you leave from clubs and you go to a place. If you're at the store, there's two or three places you can go. Yeah. You can go to the den. You can go to the whiskey. You can go to Mel's. You go to Mel. Yeah, I mean to eat, to I eat, guess. Yeah. But it's like there's not really anywhere to go. I don't know. No. you hanging out. Oh, if somebody put a bar right next to there. Yeah, a bar, bar, not like the Sky Bar where right. it's like, oh, this is douchey. Yeah. I just mean like uh, an Irish bar that's yeah. not like overly themed. It's just like, uh, it's got some pictures of horse racing because the old owner used to like horse racing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the man. Stand. We go with the waitresses and stuff, and the, oh, and the yeah. wait staff, and, the, and all the kitchen staff. We go right next door to that place, Patty's. Oh yeah. And we'll stay there till three, four. Yeah, that you place know? is great. Yeah, I was—I mean, I was just there a week and a half ago. You, did they put you up at the stand? Um, yeah, oh, that's good. It was awesome. Yeah, I like that place a lot. That's like my home club in New York. Oh, I had one of the, my favorite sets I've ever had in my whole life there. Really? And, and the standing room—that new little one they have out mm-hmm. on LIC. But my thing is, there in New York, it's new stages at least, so it's not the same tricks of like I know how to do the original room, right? You know, yeah, you do fall into some patterns. Yeah, and I follow the same guys. You know, not every time, but enough where it's like I know how to follow Ingram now. Right. There's no question. I just gotta do. Three minutes of crowd work and then right. I can get into my stuff. Right. You know? Um, but there's other guys, it's like, I don't know, there's an MC between everybody. Yeah. I know, it's just different. There's different audiences. You got more tourist audiences. More tourists. Too. Here, I feel like everything's just the industry. Yeah, there's a lot of industry or just LA residents, but those yeah. overlap so much. Yeah. You know? Like some guy who's like a copywriter or like, you know, an animator for, for Fox. It's like, I guess he's the industry, but he can't help me at all. Yeah. He's <laughs> just an illustrator who got this job here. You know, yeah. You think of moving there? I'm thinking I'm gonna do a couple months this summer. How? 
just like either do like some kind of a swap or just go and sublet a place. You want to go for months. August? Huh? You want to go for August? I could maybe go for August. Why are you going to swap out? I'm in Edinburgh. Oh, you are? Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'm going to decide here in the next couple of weeks and figure it out. Okay. Well, I haven't given it to anybody yet. So. Just trying to get the logistics down now. Yeah. I mean, all of August, I'll be going. Yeah. So. I mean, that could probably be something I could like. I mean, I, I could let you know here in a week. Okay. Yeah. No rush. You know? But yeah. That'd be dope, I like man. to let Thanks people use it. Offer. It's in a sweet spot. Yeah? Yeah. The East Village is cool as fuck. Yeah, like I just felt cool. like I go outside and I can be like human. Like I sometimes I'm here, man. I don't feel fucking human, dude. And I start to feel, get Why? stuck Why? in my own head because I'm just by myself most of the time, man. Yeah, it's a lonely town here. Oh, I know. And I came from Louisiana where people's just super friendly, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you could be peeping Tom and if it's dinner, they'll invite you and eat, you know? They don't care if he's out there watching, <laughs> you know? Let's walk him around. You got to leave at some point, yeah. right? Yeah, man. It's hard. You know? Got here late. Uh-uh. Um, Let's go this way. Come around the woods that way. But yeah, so I think that's what I miss is feeling like that I'm a human being with that. Like, well, you should know there's like an aggressive loneliness in New York too. Ooh, what is that come, like? You come in contact with more people that uh-huh. are not talking to you. Here, it's like you only come combat contact with like 10, 15 people. Right. You know, the lady at Ralph's ringing you up. Or right. Whatever. Most of these people in their cars. There, you pass hundreds of people a day. That will not look at you. Wow. So, yeah, so you get your friends and you go do social things. But actually, to me anyway, it makes me drive to be social because I'm like, fuck, I need someone to talk to. Wow. And then they're there. There's tons there. So, you, so yes, yeah, so you really got to branch out and make that happen for yourself too. Yeah, but then you do. You end up doing it. Right. You know, you just don't accept not doing it because you're like, you know, you're fucking lonely as shit. When I went to China, it was the same way. For like eight, nine days, it was, I was cool to be myself and then I got fucking lonely. Really? And then I just made friends. And so what kind of friends did you make? Like American friends or friends that... Expat friends, Canadian-American. Uh, yeah. Those are most of them, you know, but there were some, like, British guys, too. Um, I mean, English speakers. And uh, so how long was that experience? About 20 days. Oh, wow. China. So, yeah, from day 9 or 10 on, you know, I spent two days in Beijing, um, and or two nights, really, like a day and two nights, and uh, I have a friend that I'm still friends with, lives in Boston. Huh. And how do you feel like the Chinese compare to different Asians? What do you mean? Like, I mean, because the Japanese, I feel like you see them, they're more docile, you know? Oh. They're, it's safe as fuck there. In China? Yeah. There's no crime. Really? It's totalitarian, so it's like, it's a mixture of like, their government ain't going to put up with it. The penalties are severe. Right. This, this black comic who was there, I think in Beijing, got caught uh, purse snatching. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. On, on the train. Oh. They found him so easily. Because there's like 12 black people. In yeah. <laughs> so they're they like, literally... Line them up, put them in a thing. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully this girl's not racist enough. She can tell. She's like, oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was like, here's clothes within an hour. Damn. <laughs> but they gave him like eight months. What? Yeah. So it's like, if that's the, if that's the punishment for hoping, hopefully getting 200 bucks. Right. Like, top end is like, yes, that's a good pull. I got $200. It is not worth eight months in a Chinese prison. Oh. So, like, they just do it mixed with a mixture of, like, they just respect themselves and their family name a lot more. Right. So they wouldn't want to bring shame to anybody. Yeah, here so we don't have that. Off the slap in the wrist, they'd be like, fuck, now my dad knows. Everybody knows that I'm a fucking shoplifter. You almost have to kill yourself then, huh? Yeah, sort of. And here, we almost, though, I feel like, make crime seem cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, So huh? some people do it. Yeah. Dude, they showed this thing on a, on a train... Where they had, so it's a state-run media, too. Uh-huh. 
And so they were showing this, there's an uprising in the south of China. Uh-huh. The Uyghurs, the only ethnic minority that, that's there. Uyghurs? Yeah, W-U-I-G-E-R, something like that. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like... Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're treated the same. Uyghurs, that's what I thought you meant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But, um, so they're rising up, but they don't have guns, so they show this video of this Mahjong game. And these people, everyone's crowded around this Mahjong game, and this one guy just opens his shirt, takes out a hatchet... No. Oh, swing no! lady. And this other guy next to him is like, oh, it's on? And he fucking pulls out his matchet, hatchet. And they're just swailing at people playing mahjong. Mayhem. You know? People start hitting him with chairs. They're hatcheting this one lady over and over again. They're just trying to create, like... But they're showing that on a fucking train with little kids around. It's crazy. Yeah, they just blur out right when the strike comes into the head. They blur that little patch out. And what are they trying to say? These people are fucking dissenting. They're creating, you know, war for us here. Look what they're doing to innocent Mahjong people. Don't support the Uyghurs, I guess. You know, as you grow up, if the issue comes up, you should Don't know that they're, the they're, 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 they're the bad ones. Yeah, never support a Uyghur. Damn. Anyway, whatever. Uyghurs but, uh, are dying out, though, in America. Do you feel that? Yeah, Santino has a bit about it now, and he's like, it's not even a word anymore. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Yeah. Like, it was a thing for a while, and now it's just like, they're just acting like the way they act. People don't call it black anymore. Right. You're not acting black just because you listen to Macklemore. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like everything's been co-opted. That's true, dude. So what other hikes do you go on? What's the other joys of hiking? Obviously, um, you want to see some sort of ritual or some sex in the woods. Have you ever fucked in the woods? Uh, I don't think so. I fucked on a rooftop yeah. in a Victoria's Secret dressing room one time. Did you really? Yeah. That was pretty Did good. You really? When I was younger and I was more virile. You could just do it right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I got to just, at least I need a half hour to kind of get my shit together. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> yeah. Give me some warning. But, uh, yeah, let me. Yeah. I'm going to get a bottle of water Let first. me get some water out of bed. Yeah, let me relax a little, huh? Let me read. Let me read for 15 minutes. Concentrate. Yeah. I exercise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, out in the woods? No, I don't think so. Oh, camping. I remember making love to this girl when we were both underagers, man. Yeah. We we're both children, yeah. And that was good back then. I feel like sober sex is for children. Do you ever feel like that? <laughs> no, not the way I fuck. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, never mind. You only, you only fuck when you're drunk? I mean, I just feel like it's more... It's wilder. Yeah, it's just... It's. I feel like it's just... You're just too jaded at this. There's so many... When you're sober. Yeah, yeah, you're just, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're like, yeah, this is, uh, what about I don't know, it's like a new shower, it's like, just give me, and when you're drunk, it's like, give me that, yes. the rogue has a bit about that, just, you're lead ass without even questioning it Yeah, yeah, without even questioning it, without even putting on a different shirt first, you know, <laughs> yeah. without even putting on your good ass-eating bib. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, haven't you been sweating all day? <laughs> that's the thing about New York, dude, in the summertime. When it gets that humidity that's dank in there, so even at night it gets to like high 70s mm. with humid, so it's mm. like, and then you get a girl back to your place, and the rot, the stench, is just like wafting, I don't know if you like that, but like, Ugh. Tripoli calls it the uh, the power scrub, where as soon as they go into <laughs> your uh, apartment, they're like, hey, is the restroom real quick? And then yeah. they run that water before they even start peeing, and you know, they're just fucking, <laughs> they wow. make it presentable. Look at that lizard. Lizards are cool as fuck, dude. That's one of the coolest parts of SoCal. You think? I don't know if I'd be that animal if I had to be an animal. But the other thing is so many other animals get gunned down. Nobody ever guns down a lizard. Nobody guns down a lizard. Maybe one of those Komodo dragons. Oh, yeah. Komodo? Uh, and those Tasmanian devils. Have you seen those? Mm -mm, not a lot. Get rid of them. Really? They're gross, dude. You've they seen are, them? Yeah. 
When you were there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh... No, that's Tasmania's... Where did I see? I've seen them twice. I've seen them at two different, I guess, nature reserves. You know, bite me if I try to, like, get at it? Oh, I bet it might. I don't want to... You're going to go for it? I mean, they're just quick. I don't think it'll bite you. I wonder if it jumps at you. Once it's on your arm, you're not getting it off. I mean, you're for sure going to drop the mic, but, like... Well, I just don't want to be that dude that died out here by a lizard bite. Yeah, if once he gets at your eye, if he gets in there fast enough and just crawls in... You're done. You're done. Yeah, we had a uh, cleaning lady when we were young who slept over one night and a roach got in her brain. <laughs> she died? I don't know if she died. Wait, really? Yeah, I swear to God. Damn. I mean, I don't want to be callous about it, but that's sort of her fault. I mean, I don't think he... What? I mean, if the place was cleaner, he wouldn't have roaches. Oh, that's a good point. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, mean, I might take that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's hilarious. I can't believe I, I've thought about that in my life a couple times and never had that kind of uh, come to pass in my head. <laughs> yeah, Roach got in her brain, man. She had to get it cut out or they put her in a surgery. Yeah. Yeah. But she was nice. One of the most first Spanish people I ever met. Really? Yeah, I don't know where we are. Do you? No, I, I think we got to go like there. But okay. I don't know how to get around there. Maybe it's there. Or maybe it's through there. I think maybe. What? Up and around? Or this. What? I think we take this little road right here. Around it? Right, yeah, maybe. Dude, this is what I love about the woods, too. Oh, this one right here? Right uh, here. sure. Is that what you mean? <clears throat> um, it looks... Yeah, that'll take us around. Oh, yeah, there's a theater. Mm -hmm. I like just getting lost. Yeah? Just like, all right, let's pick this way. As long as the path doesn't end, we can take it. And then just figure out where we go. And then it's like, I think there's a path down there. Let's cut through. And it, like where we cut through before the deers were. And at some point, like, another path might not have appeared. We found right. the road, but, like, something will. Or once you do get a one, you're like, I don't know what this connects to. Right. And I like that period of the night where it's like, dude, it's starting to get dark. Like, we got to right. start finding our way out of here. Right. You know, the little bit of fright. Yeah, like, who, and yeah, it starts to kind of test your metal a little. <laughs> yeah. Like, hold on, where's the sun right now? Do you, uh, I got a question, couple questions for you, man. So, do you, like, I mean, I know you have a lot of friends and stuff in comedy. I feel like, you know, even just, like... Keep moving out here, like you're kind of your name is one of the names you hear, like a lot, of like in different social and comedic circles yeah. within comedy, you know, business and social circles. But I mean, do you feel like you would kind of like until your because I know you got your show until that, did you feel like personally and that you'd achieved like success as far as your standard? Or what take me through a little bit of that if you don't mind? Um, I started viewing success. Like kind of differently. Right. I started viewing it as like nothing to do with um, the stuff I've been granted. Right. Um, you know, half hour specials or premium blends. You know, none of those I got. Right. Um, movies, sitcoms, you know, I wasn't even getting auditions. So at some point I was like, well, this can't be what I'm looking to get. Right. You know, These are the things that are some, coming some along. Other person to get me. Yeah. And it might be cool and all, but like, it's like commercial. I did a lot of commercial work, but that never led to anything that was like scam work it was cool you know decent paychecks but then right. it's like nobody's gonna put you in anything else or like put you on stage anywhere right you know unless you have a huge really popular campaign but you know those celebrities too like huge Look, more sacrifice shit oh yeah i'll get a peep of this one <laughs> um so i just started viewing success as like if i start pro producing like material right um and so then i did a special i mean a cd at the comedy works and then I was like, let me go a year later. Let me try to do a, a special. And then I did. And then like 16 months after that, I did another one. So that so you I'm feel like... I'm successful because I'm doing... 
your job. The art. Yeah, and I might die penniless. I don't know, but like, right. so did Van Gogh, right? Right. That's a good point. He was successful as fuck. Dude, have anybody ever told you you might look like Van Gogh a little? <laughs> nah. Bro, I think I've only seen one picture of the dude. I fucking think you might look like him, bro. You know who I've been getting a lot lately? Who? Um, the guy from Mike Tyson's Punch Out um, who had the rose in his mouth. Oh, uh, Don Flamenco? Don Flamenco. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I used to uh, work out with this guy who looked like Don Flamenco, and he was a drug dealer, actually. This homosexual guy. Yeah. And, uh... I smoked weed with him the night Princess Diana died, and I'm sitting there high as fuck on his couch eating this little cutlet, <laughs> and uh, and he told me he's homosexual, and I didn't know, like, I was so fucking high, dude, and, like, I didn't even know who Prince, Princess Diana was, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on, man? But he looked like Don Flamenco. Yeah, so that's uh, it. So when I started viewing more stand it's like stand-up as a success, then I, like, how much do you go on the road? Pretty good bit. Okay, so it's like, then I would, I would work towards something. You know, and then right. so I'm successful because I'm doing it. So then, like other stuff has come around. That the storyteller show, right? You know, every Tuesday night. Yes. Um, so achieving your goals as a comedian. Yeah. So like I started that show at the side room of the Improv. Remember the old side room? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The little side room. Yeah. I think it's yeah. back now, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Now it's back. Oh, that's great. But um, we started there just as a fun show to do, and like that was fun. Let's do that again. Let's get people to come out. And then like it took a couple years before like should we try to get this on TV or something? Right. Because it was already like. If we had four out of five stories kill and one was pretty good, like, well, that's a great night. Yeah. That's success. Boom, we did it. A ride high on that for a month. Yeah. You know? People are like, well, these guys aren't buying it. It's like, uh, okay, I guess, but I still did the, Stayed the with great it. thing. Yeah, like if you write on Twitter, you know, if you have 50 followers and you get a tweet that gets you like 100 retweets, that's a massive that's success. Huge. But if Rogan gets 100 retweets, it's like, he probably might delete it. Like, right. oh, fuck, nobody liked it. You know, it's like you just do whatever you can based on what you got. I don't know. So that's all. I just stopped looking at it that way. Right. No, and, that's a good stuff point. stuff has come around. I don't know if it's because of that attitude or just because of like, you know, between 12 and 16 years in comedy, stuff starts to happen. But you think having that open attitude where it's like, I'm just going to focus on my, on what I can do. Yeah. And my craft and the rest of this stuff is. So like when Comedy Central comes to me and they want to do a show, it's like, cool, you can do my show. Right. But it's it's my show, and I'll tell you how to do it. Right. And we'll, I'll be open to suggestions, but, like, no one's going to boss me. Like, it's only about doing it right. right. So there's no, like, what about dancing in the middle? I'm like, oh, no. That's great. <laughs> if you want to do that, it's, you know, I respect your opinion. Go find somebody to do that. But that's right. Not, you know? Whereas before, I would have been like, okay. Yeah. I guess I'll take some dance classes. How much dancing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, maybe Jeremiah Watkins. I think he also dances. Yeah, he yeah, does everything. Exactly. Man, that guy dances a lot. That guy's gonna be. Yeah, he's so talented. Um, um, yeah, that's it. I don't know. So I saw you going to New York is like I can get more stage time, what the workout stuff, and and perform on these different stages and maybe grow my act a little. Yeah. So like, I made some more money on the road. So I'm like, let's take that and invest it in fucking more expensive housing. Right. And to be in New York enjoy your life for a, a little bit. Yeah, there's yeah. that too. Like Segura was like, oh, I wish I could go to. Um, what's it called? Let's go to uh, New York, move that sounds cool. I'm like, why don't you? Was, I mean, this was like two years ago, three years. He's like, well, you know, I got a wife, and it's like, I mean, so you're just telling me you have an excuse why you're not? I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah. sure, but like, I don't move with her, or like, I don't know, or you're not enjoying your life as much as you wanted to, right? You know, I'm sure you're having a good time, but if you want to do something and you can't, that means you're not, you're not doing it. Yeah, yeah, you know? I think that's where I get stuck sometimes. I mean, if just, I want to go to Mount Kilimanjaro and it's like, well, I can't because I'm on NBC Nightly News every night and it's a good job, I'm still, I'm like, that's holding me back from going to Mount Kilimanjaro. Right. Yeah, it can even be something just because it's something that's making money or that it's a job. You can still f- fit stuff in even if it's... Yeah, I guess you got to find those things that are hold, like, holding you back and see if they're real things or not. Yeah, so like I went to Edinburgh where it's like I've always heard about it. Mm-hmm. You've heard about it too. Yeah, yeah. 
And it was like, they always said, like, it's a great place to lose 10 grand. And I'm like, well, I can't afford to do that. Right. And then I tried it last year and I did it. I lost $7,500. Yeah. But it was one of those where it's like, look, I'm hoping to break even. We'll see if I don't. But I have enough money where it's not going to break me to do right. that. And I want to get this experience. So. Was it awesome? It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. And that's why I'm going back next year. So Damn. I want my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Got a place no, in No, it was fucking awesome, man. So many comics, so many different comics you've never heard of, and no one's heard of you. So you get up with not a single person going like, oh. Right. It's just like, okay, next person. We'll just, I don't know. What are you going to say funny? Yeah, it's got to be a unique slate kind of to have. Yeah. It's interesting, man. It's all interesting. Why? What do you hear about me around the scene? No, you just always hear, you just hear your name all the time. You know, which is good. I think, you know, you just hear that you have a lot of friends in comedy, it seems like, which I think oh, yeah. is something that kind of usually speaks for people, you know, but... Uh, I get, like, a few people that hate me, and then, like, a bunch of people that like me. Right. <laughs> I get, but I think that has to be everybody, right? Maybe. Do you feel like, do you feel like whenever you started that you wanted more people, like, your goal was to have people like you, or do you nah, feel like... No, nah, you? I mean, maybe some of it just because you want people to like you, but at some point, we, at the comedy store, we were so antagonistic, that's when it was real shitty. Right. You know, you're... you're now it's sold out. It sold out like 20 straight days. Now you got to do well there. But then it was like, I would work the cover booth and it was days of Tuesdays and Wednesdays where it's like you weren't allowed to start with less than eight people. And then she changed to six people because we couldn't start. Damn. So it was like 9.45, 10. The show's supposed to start at nine. We're sitting there with four people just waiting to get the show started. And like, we had to like create this like mythology around ourselves. Like we're the toughest comics. Fuck everybody else. Right. So I only wanted the comedy store people to like me and like the more well-known like, guys I could respect. Like, right. McDonald was never there, but, like, I wanted him to respect him. <laughs> right, like right. But, like, yeah, so we weren't looking for everyone to like us. We we're actually looking for everyone to... Th we actually trolled, I guess. You guys were rebellious a yeah, little. Yeah, we're trolls. We're just dicks. And is it different to see the, the store now, then? Because the, the store now... I mean, some people say it's become a little more commercial, and I don't know if way it's... Way more, like... Way more of that. But it's become more... Not commercial, because the acts are still as dark or whatever as they were. Right. They ain't like, they're like, well, we need clean people early. No. It's still just like whatever, but it's just like top-level people. Right. And there's cameras everywhere. There's no more fucking in the back. Yeah. I mean, I got... Mitzi said no to me once, you know? Mm -hmm. She said, no, you're not good enough yet. And I went to the main room, and I picked up a chair, and I just threw it. And then I threw another one. I just threw a temper tantrum for 20 yeah. minutes. But no one was in the main room. Yeah. It was just a, <laughs> an open room that no one went into. And then it becomes so popular to go in there and smoke with you. They had to lock the doors. Yeah. They can't let people in there now. Yeah, now you do that, you'd fucking have a lawsuit with 30, yeah, 30 exactly. people against you. Yeah, they banned it. Then it was like, then it was just like, no one even thought about it. It was just like, uh, all right. Well, also bridging, I think, that gap between alt comedy. Like, they used to keep, like, you know, when Tommy was there, it was like some people were allowed, some people weren't, some people didn't want to come back anymore, and then now it's like everybody can come. Yeah. You know? Everybody can come. When, when, when Egot was there, there's one cool thing he did. I, it, Tommy did take it into a little bit more, like, invite Steve Burns and people that are, like, developed from other cities, like, and Dove. It's like, you guys are good. Why don't you just come and be part of it? You know, he started it a little bit that way. And then Adam just reached out and was like, hey, no more showcase system. He would like call Hannibal, you know, Greg Fitzsimmons, Tom Bobby. He's like, you guys are some of the best comics in the country. Right. So you're not going to bump, but here's a number to call in. You're all right. If you want it, you're regulars. Yeah. Like this. Yeah, he's done a good job of taking control. So he doesn't have to fucking answer any later questions, too, I feel like. Oh, right. Like setting it down from the beginning. Like, yeah, you know, you're not going to bump people, but you can come. Yeah. Yeah. This is the way it's going to be. Yeah. He tells people right away. He's like, mm, I don't see that. I mean, see, yeah, right away. He told. He was like, he was like, yeah, I'd like to go on next. And he's like, no, I can't. He goes, what's, why? What do you mean? And Adam had to be like, dude, I'm not the other guy. Right. We both know what this is. Right. Like, you don't add a great. Like vibe to this place, and we all know about the other stuff. So there's no more bumping. Like you're a regular from the lady before, right? So I'm, he respects that, right? If you got passed before, he won't like take that away from anybody. 
but like he's like but here's the number to call and there's 15 minute spots and even that's like uh i think carlos is like well fuck this that's crazy, man. Yeah, but like that's what it is. Like, why are everybody bowing down? Like letting Dane Cook bump. Yeah. Like, dude, he ain't even a draw anymore. Never puts his name on a marquee. Why are you letting him in just to ruin the vibe? Yeah, he's ruined sold out anyway, stuff. and you're gonna come let him fuck it up. They do that with the improv shows all the time. Yeah, improv doesn't. Yeah, they don't Some stand up. Sold out him. show, and then like the headliner goes on. Dane wants to go right before him. He's like, let him go right after him. Yeah. It's a late show. He can do as long as he wants after. And then it's like at some point, you're like, why are you going on at all? Yeah. You didn't help us sell out the show. We don't need you. Yeah, I think it is, if he were just a little bit more rewarding to the people that are you not know putting these shows on. Yeah, not at all. Just, you know? just expects it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the part where I guess you got to be conscious of when you start to expect shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People do that at the comedy store. If they like randomly, like Mitzi love them. Mm-hmm. And then you get a spot some week. Like early Moz, like very early. Yeah. Before he had like the queen of fucking Jordan introducing him on video clips mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, he didn't get a spot. He's like, what, what, what's, what's the matter? What's, what's going on? And I wanted to be like, Maz, you're right now one of the people she's looking to improve. Right. Like, you don't deserve shit. Right. You know? Like, when I was a regular, working. if I didn't get a spot, it was like, yeah, that means she got the right call. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But if you get them all the time, you're like, what the fuck? What's happening here? And it's like, wake up call. You know? And it wasn't always like that, but then it's like, yeah, all these new people, you just expect it. You're like, I've been doing comedy three years. Yeah. And it's about time <laughs> yeah. that I should get shown the respect I deserve. You know? Oh, I'm. Con- I feel like yeah. Do you feel like this business constantly humbles you though? Constantly. Yeah. Right. Constantly. So this is your first special. Yeah, this is the first one, man. Do you have a half hour? I had a half hour for Comedy Central. Yeah. Okay. So there was that, but that was the worst experience of my life in wow. Boston. We shot it. Oh, you did those in and Boston. And I just hated it. Was those a Brody Stevens year where he did all the interviews? Uh no, I don't think so. Okay. It was just the worst. Uh, it just was a bad night for comedy. I think. Oh, the crowd was bad. The crowd was horrible. There was like homeless people sleeping in there and shit, like staying warm. It was hours late, but also like, you know, my, maybe my attitude got bad and I didn't arise to the, you know, it could have been a mix of things, but. It's also a lot of those half hours used to be in such a big place. Yeah. That it was like, these comics, this is the biggest room they've ever played. Oh, 100%. And so they're not even, they're playing 80, 80 seaters. Yeah. At best and going, wow, that's amazing. And you're putting them in a thousand seater. Yeah. It's a different cadence. Yeah. It's like, I think they don't realize, this is what I try to tell them. They don't realize how there is a, um. There's nuances and stuff to comedy. It's not yeah. just like, we'll put it on, we'll film it, it's fine. It's like, you got to get a good crowd. So like for my specials, I'm like, yeah, I'm selling tickets. Right. They're like, no, no, we'll just give out tickets for, I'm like, no, no, nobody gets a free ticket. Is it going to be a good audience member? Yeah. Get my fans in there. Yeah. We're going to shine. Yeah. You know? For yeah. That, for that storyteller show, it's like, yeah, man, let's make it a good experience. We got to get air conditioning if it's warm. Like, yeah, we'll still get the shot. You can get the shots, but it won't look good. Right. The comic's bombing. You can tell it on his face. <laughs> you can add in whatever you want to add in. Dude, I had to cut around a guy at the end. He delivered his last line. And uh-huh. those stories, you know how they are. Uh-huh. That Brad Pitt story is fucking killer. Thanks, man. But um, at the end, sometimes you have a line where it's like, we're done now. Yeah. So this guy had one, and it didn't land. <laughs> and then they realized like 10 seconds later, five seconds later, but five full seconds later that it was done. And so then they gave him the clap. But he was like, ba-bum-ba-bum, No laugh. And you just see him go... <laughs> and then they start clapping and I had to cut that out because I'm like that's a guy who just saw defeat <laughs> he just saw waiting for it got nothing I was like fuck and I was like you know what I mean you can't fake that shot there's no way to add laughs on that to make him look like yeah this is what I wanted <laughs> yeah that's the worst and you know it's bad and it's on tape and you're like fuck how are we going to cut yeah. around this so where did you do the next flicks one we shot it down in New Orleans, man. Oh, hell yeah. A lot of, so for a lot of friends Where? and family came. Jack's? This place called, no, this place called Civic Theater. We got a theater okay. down there and did it. Um, 
and some people had never been to a comedy store t- taping so some people were like cheering like it was a football game like really? like there was a lady yelling defense the whole show <laughs> they had really? to throw her out yeah like lady like it's not even dressed in LSU gear like it was just really I mean <laughs> just a drunk oh yeah just like what do you what do you think this is like I love that where you're like, what? oh, there's no reasoning with you. <laughs> yeah. You're not. You didn't just get it wrong. You're yeah. completely. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Thanks so much for having me, dude. You're welcome. So it's on Netflix now. What's it called? Yeah, Netflix is called No Offense. Um, you know, we talk about everything in there. Uh, gays, a little bit of blacks, growing up in the South. You know, uh, yeah. Persians, mildly. Um, Can you feel? Who cares? It's like this is what they do in Edinburgh. They try to like run down what your show talks about. Oh, but I'm really? like That doesn't really give you an idea of yeah. how funny some of these are. Just the topic choice. Yeah, it doesn't. And I'm just trying to. I mean, my biggest thing is I'm just trying to get my personality out there. You know, like I mean, I'm not the best joke writer, but I like to share this shit that's just inside of me. And so that's it, really. Yeah, no, you've gotten really good on stage. Thanks, man. It's been fun, dude. You yeah. know, and the comedy store has changed my life. I mean, being accepted over there and being so welcomed mm-hmm. by people, it's changed my whole. It's changed so many things and the about me. Don't matter there. Where yeah, it's like, go bomb. Who cares? Yeah, and just like a feeling of camaraderie. Like otherwise, I just felt like I was yeah. wandering around town. And at least there, I know I can go there, and there's somebody's hand I can shake, or somebody if I need. Yeah, to. that's how I bet have a Jeff, Jeff Keith and people like that. They're yeah. like, oh, you're a Brea comic. Like, who are your friends? Yeah. Who? Who? Where do you? <laughs> yeah. Like at the store, you know how it is. You sit there and you, I don't know, you drink. Yeah, whatever, at least or you, you can hang yeah, out for three hours. You can hours. listen to someone, mm-hmm. or there's someone like who's like in the hall who just did something awesome, and you can like, you know, from the experience. Like the other night, I'm sitting in the back, and Mark Marin, uh, Tom Rhodes, Joe Rogan, Sebastian Maniscalco, yeah. and uh, Brian Sclair, everybody's sitting in this room, and I'm just sitting there. You can and just I, listen. Yeah, and I just realized this is one of the times when I don't talk. Yeah. Sometimes you got to tell yourself. We're like, I want to say, like, nope, nope, I'm an outsider here. Let me just observe. Oh, I said one thing and Sebastian looked at me and just started laughing. He's so nice. But that's when I realized, I was like, yeah, I don't think I know if, I'm, if I can talk yet. Like, we've all sold out the Beacon Theater and there's Theo. Yeah. yeah, so you're constantly humbled. Sebastian sold out the Beacon fucking six to eight shows in a row. Oh, he's so funny, bro. He's so fucking funny. Sold out six or eight shows in a <laughs> row. Dude, just to give you context, so I walk by there to go to stand-up New York all the time. Uh-huh. So I pass see the marquee all the time. I saw Billy Wayne Davis open up for uh, Sturgill Simpson there. Wow. It's a cool place. That's a big place. Mariah Carey did three nights, and Sebastian did six. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Good for him, man. I asked him, I was like, can you give me some advice? I saw him in, uh, at Foxwoods, and he's like, uh, you like Michael Jackson? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who doesn't? He's like, Munich. Uh, Munich, Munich, 88, watch it. You know, that's not a good impression, but he's like, uh, <laughs> that's fucking terrible just, question, but what, yeah. what did he do? He's like, uh, he, 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 Munich. He's like, watch Munich. He's like, he's like, that's what it is. He's like, everything is just on point. Everything is so, like, you know, to a T. You know, yeah. Yeah. And that was interesting to me that he got some of his inspiration from there. You can almost see it sometimes when he's on stage. Like, he gets like, I don't know. <laughs> that Michael Jackson's yeah, yeah, you can almost see it a little. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, that, and that's the best part is just getting to see so many fucking... Yeah, that's cool, too. Uh, Sebastian's one of my examples, actually. If I get high in the back and I'm walking out, everyone's leaving, unless everyone's like, I gotta go back to my family, whatever. And then I pick my head and Sebastian's there. Man, I can just sit in the back yeah. there on a dead night, too, especially, and just laugh. Yeah. And just have hear him talk about bottomings instead of <laughs> toppings on a fucking froyo, yeah. and I was like just dying. What bottomings? You're taking bottomings? <laughs> no, yeah. Now, 
Bottomings? You, no. It's got this new bit where you went over to somebody's house, an adult, and they made him take his shoes off of the door. <laughs> yeah. He says, I can't fucking talk to a guy who doesn't have his fucking shoes on. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, where can people reach you on Twitter and shit? You can just find me at Theo Vaughn, man, and I'll blast this out, you know. Two and, uh, uh Just one N. Oh. T-H-E-O-V-O-N I can't use my full last name It's Von Kernatowski Really? Yeah, which actually it? means The Jew Slayer actually So I can't use it <laughs> So I gotta use Von But uh, yeah, it's just Theo Von so. uh, It would've been great If you killed me on this <laughs> no, no, no. Been It was the Jew circle. Slayer You'd be like I have to go my full name now Somebody would have covered that. Somebody would have gone cover that, and it would have been like the back of the post. <laughs> the old juice layer. Uh, but thanks so much, man. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Everybody check out Theo's special and uh, say hi to him on Twitter. If you got any good hikes for him. Yeah, for man. Me. If you got any good ones. See, this one I liked because you don't pass anybody. Runyon's packed. Yeah. It is a good place to look at chicks. Yeah. And they're for sure they're all dressed up. Some of them are like in the fight. Right. Edgar calls them in the game or in the fight. Right. In the fight means like you are a nine plus. Wow. You are looking to try to fuck Dalia. And what's the game? <laughs> the game is just like, you're cute. Eight you're or up. You're know, one of the waitresses in the back. Right. right. Like, you, you, yeah. yeah. I would do it. Eight yeah. or below. You know, Maybe. Six to eight. If things like, don't work out with a hottie, we yeah. can start a family. Kinda. Yeah. You're not trying, you're trying not to get fat, but like you ain't in the gym every day. Right. You, you know, yeah. take walks. Yeah, you take walks. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so you see that in the fight girls, which is like that's the best thing about LA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this hike though, ooh, we passed two people. Two, we passed more animals than humans. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I love it up here. Two deer, six lizard, yeah. and probably forty ducks out there. But next time we go camping, oh, that's what I was gonna say about Byron. So he would like wander off. He'd be like, no, don't. Worry. I'm like, he'll be fine. He'll come right. back. And then two hours later, he would show up. He goes, I've seen the past and I've seen the future. <laughs> it's all intertwined. We're like, come on, this hot tub with us, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember seeing his Instagram was that weekend <laughs> and reading some shit that I was like, damn. Yeah. Because a lot of brothers don't like to get on uh, them psychedelics. I know, but once he found it, he was into it. He was in. He was yeah. like, oh, I <laughs> love this. <laughs> I love this. <sound. laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Theo. All right, thanks so much, man. Yeah, Appreciate enjoy it. Enjoy meeting. Yeah, I will, man. Thanks so much for uh, for the hike, man, and the chat. All right, cool. the episode what am i boarding 11 12 1 2 soon right yeah i gotta go board um thanks theo uh you guys don't forget to dvr set your dvrs i know it's late but this is not happening here's how the youtube stories are going to work releasing one a week occasionally two but pretty much one a week diaz is coming out diaz's second story is coming out uh like in two weeks uh on youtube and then we're just going to keep releasing them one a week so the ones that are on tv We'll release the YouTube versions, but it won't be for, like, months. I mean, we're releasing these all the way up until September. One a week. So it'll be the full version. So on TV, you get the good edited versions. They're, they're edited well. I work real hard on that. Um, which is one of the reasons this thing, you know, took a week or two off. 
because of all the editing I had to do on that. Um, but then the full versions will come out on YouTube. The full, complete, you know, the way the comedian wanted to do it version will be out on YouTube, one a week. So I think this week is Mark Norman for Romance. Um, and then the other three stories, Kate, Nick Swartzen, and Kyle Kinane, they'll be out after the season's over on YouTube. Um, but why not set your DVRs and watch it now? This is not happening. Every shut up, shut the fuck up, shut your fucking mouth. That's okay. That's actually a valid announcement. Oh, we got it. Anyway, so watch this. Set your DVRs. This is not happening. Tell your friends to set their DVRs. Tuesday nights, twelve thirty a.m. Wednesday mornings. Uh, this week it's at one o'clock. Hopefully that'll be the only week that they give us fucking five days notice to tell everybody. Um, and that's it. It's been a great season so far. The end of the road tour. No, you may not. Yeah, everybody knows that too. By the way, I sat down next to a, a DEA officer, a drug enforcement. She got in my, my wheelchair. And I was like, you work here? She goes, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, drug enforcement. She goes, you got any drugs on you? <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I just go, not right now. <laughs> not anymore that's what I said not anymore and she laughed but um, I did I did have drugs on me I'm way better at it now I'm calm alright so that's it you guys don't forget to go to Theo's special no offense um, someone's here la 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 um, okay she's gone I get so embarrassed when I'm doing this in front of people I mean, 100,000 people listen to this podcast every week. 100,000. And if one person is listening to me record it live, I am mortified. Anyway, all right, let's go out. Um, This song is sung by a bunch of hikers, a bunch of tour guides, hike guides, whatever they're called, Sherpas, on Mount Kilimanjaro. Some song they used to sing. Maybe they still do. You might recognize it. You might recognize some of the words. Um, but yeah, enjoy. It's a pretty it's a pretty fun song. Oh, wait, right? Did I get everything? Don't forget. San Diego, La Jolla this weekend. 11th and 12th. Irvine, 24th. With Danish and O'Neill and Jerron Horton. And then Tempe Improv. Mike Favorman's opening uh, at the end of the month. Tickets at AriTheGreat.com. Guys, for Theo Vaughn, this is Ari Shafir's Captain Tank, episode 256, over and out. Goodbye. Hakuna matata Alafu tulilamba Hakuna matata 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 Hakuna matata
Mzuri sana Wageni Wakaibishwa Hili manjaro Hakuna matata Hakuna matata Hakuna matata Hakuna matata Hakuna matata Jambo kwana Habari gani Mzuri sana Wageni Wakaribishwa Kilimanjaro Hakuna matata Hakuna matata